I got a special treat for you this evening. A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. And Reverend Brown. Two years for the Reverend. This man's been my Reverend since I was a little boy, and I love him dearly. You're a very special man. Reverend Brown. Reverend Brown. <coughs> it feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Barely live. Barely live. I'm actually barely live right now. <laughs> I think we're all barely live. Yeah, Paul, you, you don't sick? sound too good, buddy. Uh, Are you sick? I'm sickly. You got that holiday hangover. Don't be handing that shit over to any of us, man. I don't need that. Eat too many breads. And it's it's kind of like I'm not really bald. I'm balding. <laughs> Ding. You're in the process. Sickly. Yeah, a lot of people got sick over the over It's the, the ruins of one uh, great head of hair. Hey, I didn't know Al Sharpton was in Coming to America. No, I know. Uh, was he? Hey, that was Al Sharpton. You got to get your start somewhere. I mean, <laughs> that guy's lost some weight. Well, yeah, he's, he's definitely lost a lot of weight. Will would be upset with me if I didn't say. It's hard to have any room for food when you got so much hate built up inside your body. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Let's appease Will and let everyone know this is Flood Tide Company, barely live show. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome back. Flood Tide. Post-Christmas. Post post Christmas, post pre New Year, you still yeah. getting rid of Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, how about all that football still, tomorrow? Still processing. We're less. I mean, we're what are we? Twenty four hours away from. Oh man, we're well, I don't to, get. We're going to do a wedding though, Doug. Oh. I don't get to oh, see. I, I don't get to watch any of that because I'll be at work. Well, or okay. Well, so <laughs> I'll get to see a little yeah. bit of the Orange Bowl, but the Cotton Bowl, Paul and I will be in black. Tie. Black tie nice. events. Black tie. I bet they'll have the game on there. Right. Yeah, we're gonna have to find like a You'll far, far removed in the yacht club. Yeah, there'll be a there'll be a room somewhere. You see what I did there? I snuck in the yacht club. Yeah, you're going to a yacht. Which yacht club are you going to? Carolina. Oh, so the one in uh, City Marina down there? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's is that City Marina? That's no, it's over there by Bristol. The, on on the battery. No, it's the really, really nice one. Oh, it's the yacht club that actually doesn't have boats parked out front. Though. You think they'll be comp you think they'll be complimentary drinks? It's the yacht club wedding? minus yachts. We just <laughs> let me tell you club. We're, the, we're just a club, but we the wearings say so. the wearings are gonna are gonna they're gonna put it all out there. It's gonna yeah. be top shelf free. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Yummy. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Okay. I'm not I'm not gonna be there. You're gonna be working on New Year's Eve? I work tonight, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. You're not gonna be there? I'm not gonna be there. I know. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, no, I gotta work anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I got we the yeah, I, yeah, I got shit going on at the house too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should give a little shout out our own JMFC getting JMFC. married. Yeah. Are you gonna do the speech or you say, hey, hey motherfucking Joe Coffin? Joe man. motherfucking Coffin! Yeah. We, we I want to thank this guy. I've been clean nine weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and if it wasn't for this guy right here. <laughs> oh, 
joke. Just don't feed him tequila. It'll ruin his <laughs> wedding night. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? So he's an architect, a sommelier, a or sommelier. How the hell you say sommelier? sommelier. A veterinarian or, yeah. or a veteran, either one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe both. <laughs> I think he can be both at the same now time. Now he's a money market manager. Yeah, now he does money. He's a, yeah, he's a which means I have no now. use for him because I have no <laughs> yeah. money to manage. I'd love to come talk. He's to you not cold office. calling anybody on this show. And if he ever doesn't have a job, he can just say, "I'm a consultant." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I, I consult. I, I'm a consultant. No, but seriously, Joe, people if you're listening pay me for my there, opinion on things. We're 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 all really happy for. Yeah, you. buddy. Congratulations. We're, really we're, yeah. we're making fun of you, but dude, oh, that's what we do. Fries. <laughs> uh, we are proud of you, though, Joe. Yeah, Black tie yeah. event and all. Uh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do anything. Sleep and eat. And we'll call you. Work from yeah. it. Yeah, we can come. Yeah, and you'll get no answer because I'll either be <laughs> at the hospital, you know, up to my elbows and shit, or I'll be. So when you're doing sleep. that, you can't just take a quick call of those. I know. mean, if it's like an emergency, something I will. But I mean, my busiest time of the night. If it's is, an emergency, I just call you at the hospital. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you call nine one one. But like, there's like the busiest time of my night is like the first part of the night. So I get there, take report at seven. And I'm usually slammed until 11 or 12 at night. So generally speaking, you know, most people who want to call me, and they're going to call me somewhere in that window, and I, I'm not even going to see it. My phone's on a desk somewhere, and I'm God yeah. knows where. You're saving people. Yeah, my my dead. If I get a dead <laughs> space, if I get a dead space in the night, it's usually between two and four a.m. Like if there's a dead space, which is not always, but if I have some space and some time, that's where that window is. You know, I but think nobody's awake calling me at three in the morning. You know, so that's so. really heroic. I think we need a round of applause no, for, for Mike Benson <laughs> working on New Year's Eve, and he is saving lives. No, see, you got it a little bit right, but it's not saving lives. I'm just trying not to kill anybody. That's oh. <laughs> really what yeah. I'm trying to do. Maintaining oh. lives. Like, it's kind of like your game to lose or your game to win. Yeah. I hate when they said it's it's their now it's their game to lose. Yeah, I hate that. That's what. I do Win every the damn night. Game. <laughs> they, I get them; they're alive. Like basically, I try to keep them there until. I mean, some people are going to die. That's just how it is. In the you words know, Hank Williams. I think senior. all people are going to die. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, some people right are going to die like at that bed. You know, like uh, they're never leaving there. Not I just, and it sounds selfish. I just don't want them to die on me. <laughs> so, oh, it's a deep burn. It's just so much stuff to do, and I, I didn't want. You know, circling back to emotions, it's their I game to lose. To How about Baylor last night? I know. Good. I didn't Lord. finish the game. I don't. I'm assuming they won. I've never seen. They were gashing UNC. So UNC well, looked like UNC they, they came back though. Well. Yeah, but every time Baylor got the ball, they looked like a high school defense. But it was a three-point game when I went to bed. Oh, no, dude. They blew them out big time. Okay. Who did? Did you go to bed uh, first Baylor at 8.30? Blew out UNC. Oh, kind of yeah. like the first field goal. I went to bed like 13 minutes left in the first. Yeah. <laughs> another part of the game. LSU manhandled Texas uh, Tech, too. Well, let me set the table for everyone here. Yeah. Well, yeah um, we got Will Abbott. Yes, sir. We got Mike Benson who missed last week. Yeah, never. Mike, again. did you ever listen to it? I did. I did. I listened to it up at the Hunt Club. Did, I was. I was did practicing. We do okay. Shooting. Yeah, you did all right. Like a B plus. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were. You missed. You were missing Mad Mike in there, but it's okay. Well, of course you were. <laughs> we got Doug Rowland back again. Yeah. And uh, I'm Paul. And. Uh, I don't Are know. you at the flood time? <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> your yeah. mom sent us two Christmas cards. Oh, yes. And, and the second one said, I can't remember if I sent y'all a Christmas card. So I'll never, I'll never Christmas card. Hey, when what you doubt it, what would, been great, one. what would have been great is like, if I didn't get the first one, I'd be like, where did that first one go? Like, <laughs> is it a different same exact Christmas card? Mama Bucket is like keeping the U.S. Postal Service alive. I'll, I'll never forget living with Will. He'd get a, he'd get an envelope every week. 
and it was just full of newsclaper clippings. No, it hadn't like, stopped either. It was yeah, it was just I get them, I get them. I don't even know how she knows my address. Well, but, so but the best thing about the Christmas card, we she had, she has a stamp for her name, and it's like oh yeah, Myra Puckett, and then oh, yeah. on the going like. And Larry. <laughs> and Larry. And the cat. Her name's Stamp. <laughs> she has a right in Larry. Well, the best Larry, is. Larry's real permanent around there. So these newspaper clippings, they're always either about Rangers, Cowboys, or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Or. No, no, or. The best. The best is when you also got pictures of Jimi Hendrix. Um, who else? Well, those Jerry are pictures Walker, of pictures. And then Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Johnny Manziel Johnny through football. the TV playing on TV. She'll take photos of the TV. Time, pictures of TV of Johnny Manziel on Jay Leno. Is he, is he considered a Texas Manziel. hero? Uh, I mean, is he, is he Texas from, legend? He's from Tyler. My grandparents used to live next door to his grandparents. So oh, I knew his okay. grandparents. Yeah. So we know the Manziels. The footballs. You know, I the think foot, a, a, a much you know bigger deal is that you knew Rhett, what's his face from the old 97s? Miller. Uh, yeah, Miller. Old 97s. Yeah. That's uh, a much bigger deal than Manziel. I got a dog scar from when I went to pick up his little sister That's in like eighth grade. Son of a bitch. That damn mm-hmm. dog just latched onto my leg and just held on. Wait, wait. Rhett Miller bit you? No, his dog. Yeah, <laughs> Brett Miller bit Paul no, Mick Jagger bit me. Mick Jagger. You should probably get tested. You probably uh, I went to college with Luke Bryan, if that's kind of a big deal. No, yeah, Will learned everything from Luke Bryan. I did. Is it Luke Bryant or Luke, Bryan? I think Luke Bryan. You talking about that douchebag in the V neck? Yeah, like, yeah, I can't believe that's it. That's why I, Will stopped. I mean, <laughs> Doug stopped wearing V necks. <laughs> no, but uh, he, he had a uh, big he college band. And I knew all the guys in the band, and he'd come over and play uh, Goldeneye with us all the time. Oh, that's oh, the best game ever. In, oh, yeah. in 64. Oh, oh, I used to you hate You get the golden that. gun. I, I hated him that's every, the time, best every time. That's the best game ever. The golden, golden gun one, like golden. one shot yeah. and kill you. Yeah. Oh, you'd get odd job, get on your knee, and just run around. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd get up in the tunnels and the little air conditioning ducts and look, uh, just, I'd get you. All right, if we keep of, talking about video games, I'm on air. Luke, uh, all right, see you, Doug. I saw this meme or Mimi, however you say that thing. So it was Luke Bryan. It was like he's sitting there and he goes, "All I want to do is make good country music." And then like right beside it was like a split screen with Oops. with a picture of George Jones and it said, "Great, when you gonna start?" <laughs> <laughs> it made me. Oh uh, well, hey, if I could make fifty million in the bank right now for playing that, <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna crap. lie. Like I hate that crap, but at the same time, that would be a pretty tempting check. Like, oh, you know how many yeah. Hellspace boats I could buy? You with just that? need three chords. Just, just that first. I need one album and I would be set. Like, well, G- the sad thing A-C. is he. F- Sad thing is he does fly fish. Oh, I'm sure. That's the thing. Like he's a fly fisherman. Does he wear those? That. Does he wear his bedazzled jeans out on the boat when he comes out? Or I hope so. <laughs> I will. Can I? I will make. Better a question quote. is, does he bedazzle them himself? <laughs> oh, I do have a Doug Rowland quote. What's yeah, that? we were looking through Instagram or something. He goes, God, I hate how those rock star guys always get the best blue jeans. <laughs> what? <laughs> That, that is a Doug Rowland quote. Those are terrible movies. And I looked at him and I go, Doug, did you really just say it? He's like, man, I mean, they do, though. They do. They get the best jeans. What I what I said was, how do they find those jeans? <laughs> how do they? I mean, they they have, I'm sorry best, I misquoted. Best yeah. jeans. <laughs> it doesn't sound any better when you uh, You tell way. me when we were sitting at that room. <laughs> Luke Bryan <laughs> looks like you made it. I'm your jean guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I, 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 some of the best jeans I've ever were like Lucky's. Like, you know, like they were oh, $100 yeah. jeans. Yeah. But they weren't like bedazzled. They were just, they looked like Levi's, but they were just. If I ever spend a hundred or no, let's. If I, I ever spend more than seventy bucks on, on jeans, somebody gave me. What's a, the most expensive? You, what's the most you've ever paid for jeans? Come uh, on, say it. Just let it, it out. I, I, wait, wait, wait. Two hundred and sixty. Wait, wait, wait! Don't hear that number. I was going to say two ten. Two sixty. Two sixty. Well, that was your shipping and handling. Two. Oh God. Oh my God. Wow. Stimulating the economy. 
Well, I, I had those. What, what is that? Eighty? Like what is that? Eighty a pocket? Like I got them. I got a pair Yo, of luckies, but I had a gift card for like you fifty bucks. So I ended up paying like thirty. Whoa! 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 That guy has great jeans. Paul's trying to pull us off the booth. I'm wearing Levi's. Okay, right now. but seriously, I feel, I feel insecure. You paid two sixty. Two sixty. You're telling me when we saw uh, Houndmouth at the poorhouse, you didn't think that guy had awesome jeans? Are you this? Oh. Are you I was <laughs> looking at the ripping that he was doing on the guitar. I mean, okay, I don't remember what he I've was never like. been to a concert and looked at a man's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've looked at a man's jeans is when he said, "Hey, can you look at my jeans? Is there something on it? Did I spill something on the back of my jeans?" <laughs> I've seen a man's Gina. I gotta tell you one more. Sturgill Simpson, oh, best best damn jeans, best damn jeans. Those damn rock bands, they always get the best jeans. God, those oh, things oh, just oh, even Sturgill Simpson's like that's gay, Doug. I don't, I don't even know where it's I like got my jeans. It's like they got that really great boot cut, but they're not bell bottomy. You know, they're just like perfect. We could let's change subject. Yeah, Jay, okay. this is getting out of right, hand. Hold up, denim, Doug. <laughs> denim, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> denim, Doug. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I uh, I don't know if, I don't I don't know the name of this, so I'm not gonna like give away. But like when we started this little thing, we were like, hey, um, <coughs> this will be something new, something cool. We haven't seen it done before, you know, just fly fishing, shitting around. That's kind of why we did it. Elegance. We were like, I wonder how long it will be until somebody copies us. Uh-oh. We've been copied. No. Saw it on saw it on Instagram the other day. I don't remember the guy's name. I don't remember because a lot of people follow me on Instagram and stuff that I don't know. So yeah. Um, were they from Fish? But Shippy? he's one of the guys that has emailed me um, about this show uh, before. So I know he listens to the show, but like they were like, it was a picture of his garage and it was a table much like ours with some chairs around. It goes, getting sitting up for the first night of podcast. And it was something along the lines of where they are, like chatting. Wow. Like basically, if you combine some ver- word verbiage for com- communicating and wherever it is they live. Yeah. That was the name of their podcast. Have you listened to it? I, no, I don't think it's up yet. Uh, if it is, I didn't see that. But yeah, so we've we've been we've set the mark, boys. Well, well, well all right. The bar the bar is up. I'm not there. saying we invented the podcast. Or what? Anything. I'm just saying. I actually want to hear it. I mean, uh, maybe if it's I do good. Too. Like, yeah. I, that's what I mean. I know I wasn't yeah. mad. I was just right. You know, I was just bringing it up. Like we called it. It's been done. Well, I like it. There you go. Well, uh, yeah. just on that note, as far as the the program today, we're gonna <laughs> we're actually gonna call H and H Outfitters later on uh, a group out of Portland, I think. Oregon, I know. Um, oh, maybe it's a, a suburb of Portland. I don't know. The area. We're not the real area. We're not real, area. you know, uh, on top of our West yeah. Coast geography. But they kind of do what we do as far as clothing, uh, designs, art on shirts. They actually screen print themselves, which I don't know that that'll be ever something we ever get into. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I can imagine coming in stuff. and seeing Paul just like with this screen print ink like all no. over him from head I to know. toe. like. Men in the back shuffling shirts. Well, when I talked when I talked to Alex last night, I go, "Hey man, I don't know we're three hours ahead of you guys, so I don't know if eight o'clock would work for you." He goes, "Oh shit, man, I get here at six in the morning." Which I'm sure that's nine to print like a hundred shirts to get those done with in the morning. Well, do they they still do like the actual screen print stuff? What is is like screen printing? Well. That's a whole nother topic. You literally lay a screen that has the pattern on it, and you you put ink and you paint. So major shirt. What the hell do we do? We just designed the thing to they be screen printed. They send it to a company that has those screen printed. Is, is my shirt screen printed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, like, they basically, they took that shirt. They laid it down. <laughs> they laid this screen on top of it that had that pattern on it. They take the paint. They smear it across the screen. Smirt. And it leaks through where they've got the, the imprint, and then the rest of it's protected. So then I like to party. they pull the screen up, and you have that left on it. It's basically stamping, I mean, essentially, with paint. Sounds awesome. So uh, we've got Doug's topic later, and then we've... Right. Uh, we're going to get 
a visit from I forget his name. He's a sales rep for I don't even, he doesn't sales rep mm. us. Well, you, last week your sales rep calls didn't go so no, well. No, he didn't. James <laughs> Bice, our but anyway, <laughs> this other guy I think he wants to be our sales rep, but he, we're gonna like just make him think he has a chance. But well, he's James will start answering his phone. He might have a chance. But uh, we got Harry coming by the as well. Models. And then, uh, but before we go out on this segment, let's just talk about anyone got any good Christmas stories or anything? Any, anything cray, cray cray happened? Doug, did you get the jeans you wanted? I actually did not get any jeans. I, 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 and I'm not making this up. You know what I got for Christmas? Don't make it up, man. Socks and underwear. Socks and underwear, everybody. Oh, dude, that's uh, that's what I look forward to every year. Are you wearing the underwear right now? You want to show it to us? I'm not wearing any underwear. You want to show it to us? You got really short shorts on to be making that comment, sir. <laughs> he mean, does. Old short. I, I, I looked get, away immediately. I was like, "We got to get Bridger in here one day just to show oh, the people through the radio waves how short his shorts are." Oh, and he's so tall. It's so many, so much leg to be wearing short hey, shorts. Just, Elbridge. I mean, you know how you get like the seven inseam, seven inch inseam shorts. His are like, like man, the five inches. They're from three inches. <laughs> I don't know if that has an inseam. They're five. I don't know. Okay. It's like a sixty-five Celtics game is going to break out anytime you <laughs> All right, so no major Christmas stories. We're not fishing. I know that I went fishing with Doug last week, and it was pitiful. I did get my TV game upgraded for Christmas, though. Your what? My TV game. Like, so I've, I've had, like, I care nothing about TV, TV game. My TV game. So, like, I care nothing about TVs. Like, I'm never going to go out and spend money on a TV just because I don't yeah. care. Like, I have a, the same 30-inch flat screen for, like, five or six years. I don't even know. So... My mom, however, is a big Black Friday shopper, and, oh. the, big, and the big deal. There had she, to be someone in the family uh, on this table who had Black yeah. Friday. So my mom's big deal that she found was some huge TV for like, yeah, I don't know, two hundred bucks or something stupid. It was like, you know, ridiculous. So she went out on Black Friday and fought her way to these TVs and bought me one. And uh. so and I now have this like fifty-inch LCD huge thing, and I have a really small living room. So <laughs> this thing looks perfect. like a. It looks like a <laughs> it movie. It looks like a movie screen. So the Carolina Panthers <laughs> so lost big. even in more detail. I didn't get to. I had to listen to that on the radio. I was driving home when they were playing on Sunday, uh, but I was I was not happy. I but know I, one guy I that actually, enjoyed it. I, I know actually, I did. I didn't get to see it either. But Falcons won. I couldn't. I'm actually it. happy that we lost because I'd rather go into the playoffs with one loss than go in yeah, with the you don't want to go in there. the undefeated right, team. Right, and right. I didn't want to lose. Trust me, and I didn't want to lose the Dirty Birds of all. You need to go into the playoffs. To, but What's that trap game Will, Will warn me about? A trap game, buddy. Warn a trap game. Panthers just couldn't, like, they couldn't catch a ball. They couldn't throw a ball. They couldn't. It was bad. They had more points scored against them. That's ultimately what happened. Yeah, well, thanks, John Madden. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying they had a really bad day. But you know, whatever. Any given Sunday, right? You got to play every week. I can go on with the cliches, or we can. You do. You really do. We were talking about fishing. Yeah, I I haven't fished. I've been hunting, but that's over. Yesterday was my last day sitting in a deer stand for the season. So it's uh it's fishing time now. Put my push pole together. Uh, Oh, I got a push pole by the way. No, nice, nice. Friend had one that he that was broke, but it was a clean break. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was solid carbon fiber, twenty one feet. So. Took that, cleaned up the edges, put, me, yeah. put a barrel in it, and epoxied it up. So I got a 21-foot carbon fiber. I love it. Right around that mud cricket. Yeah, I got like a whopping $40 wrapped up in that new fish. <laughs> yeah, the, the fishing's been pretty slow. Hey, the mud cricket well, It's been pretty hot. Yeah, it's been incredibly yeah, it's, warm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, we, we, we sweated our baby yeah. off. Well, but you guys got Your like... I got big, we've had big tides though for the last couple big, like big, week and a half. Big tides, yeah. Big tides and low tide fishing don't go together. <laughs> big hot tides. Yeah, as, as Holyfield will say, a really, really, really big tide. 
Mm-hmm. Coming well, a lot uh, of mud out of there. Let's take this thing out. Yeah. Let's come back mm-hmm. hot in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to switch it up, take her out, get her home. <laughs> Coming back. Hang in there. Everybody knows you've been stepping on my toes And I'm getting pretty tired of it You keep stepping out of line And messing with my mind If you had any sense, you'd quit Ever since you were a little bitty teeny girl Said I was a... Hello, my friends. Ivan Fakic here to give you the Fakic deal. Now, please come this weekend to buy all my car of me because the sneaky tax inspector come to poofdal of me because I lie about my income and things like that. So come now and poofdal of me! If you buy from me any car on lot before end of week, I will give you free LPG conversion. Look, 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 look! You get a Dushko lock-in hot helmet party. This is my wife, Ivana Fakic. She does servicing. At Fakic Motors, we make sure every car on the lot is quality inspected. Are you good? At Fakic Motors, we care about our customers. We now sell to Jews and Pufters. Where we give you the package deal. Fish is awesome, dude. Raleigh 97. I got some cheese sandwiches outside for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Veggie burrito. Yeah. Dude, Wilmington 2001 tour. Never seen fish. You know what? Widespread's actually play, playing Atlanta for New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. They play you know, well. That's, that's not that, ex- that, that. I mean, they play like every, yeah, every year. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Widespread will be on, on tour 365 shows this year. <laughs> Oh, God, this reminds me of college. Reminds me of Blue Jeans. Let me tell you something. John Man, Bell is, has got great jeans. This reminds me of college jeans. back when he only dreamed of paying $260 for jeans. I just dreamed of having $260. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's still my dream. <laughs> uh, One day, Mike. One day I'll have $260. I always like dream about making more money, and then as soon as I get to make more money, like the bar gets raised a little higher. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like yeah. if I could only make fifty thousand a year, then you get to fifty thousand a year, and they're like, oh, well, fifty thousand, seventy thousand is the new fifty thousand. So what you're gonna it? need to go a and little on higher. and I'd like on. To just have get. a meal, a warm meal at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a starving artist. You hear, yeah. a, you hear a lot of old guys saying, "Well, they don't let you start making money till you get around 40. <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? <laughs> You'll find out when you're 40. So yeah, I hope it, I hope I get to start making money someone? at 40 because I'm 30 now. Well, I should don't just tell you started making money. I love don't. how I just check my watch to see how old I was. Yeah. <laughs> don't blow it all in blue jeans, whatever you do. I like now that you're older. Like you see these little kids all the time. Like, how old are you? Five years old. Like, Will, how old are you? Thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, you start carrying the two. Seven <laughs> times five. Okay, thirty-five. Here's something real weird. 
somebody born on the year 2000 will never forget how old they are. Think about that for a second. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they could just look at the last two what's digits. The, what's yeah. the year? What's the year? Yeah, yeah. I'm that old. <laughs> wow. I guess that goes for 1900, too. Yeah, but they're all dead. So. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> They'd be 116 and years 16. old. Right Not yet. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Well, a couple <laughs> days. I don't, I don't, there might be some little old lady in like Cambodia somewhere that's still kicking, but I think most of them are out. I think, <laughs> I think if you ask a 115 year old person how old they are, they would just go like, cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 115 years old because I was born in 1900, and I just go from there. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Cantaloupe. <laughs> All right, so You're goddamn genius. We're going to talk about uh, what's coming out. I didn't mean to do that. So we're coming up with uh, what's coming out in Flood Tide. What's yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, considering it's a Flood Tide show, kind of, sort of. You should be allowed to plug your I own stuff. I figured we'd be somewhat constructive and kind of tell we're the taking kids. taking sponsors. <laughs> we tell the kids out there what uh, we got coming up. Uh, the big thing is we we got our own shirts, own hats that we've kind of we've designed and had made, and we're real excited about them. They come out in April. You act oh like yeah. that's a new thing. That's your whole oh, no, no, company. No, 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 no. Like these, these are like collared down. shirts. Yeah, yeah they're oh, really yeah. nice. So not t-shirts. Yeah. We're talking no, about like actual. Like, I don't like to say tech shirts because I hate that. Well, stitch and yeah. sew. Like yeah. you're actually yeah. cutting yeah. right. down. Yeah. yeah, living shirts. Yeah, tech. The Clean I think, I think living. The term technical clothing is kind of died. Yeah. That's Columbia because everything is technical clothing now. Like our fabric doesn't make you colder or anything like that. It's not gonna like make you hot or cold. It's gonna make you hot. Just gonna make you horny. Was or horny. It look good with my jeans. You know what I, I heard the other day? How the word, how the term. <laughs> Take uh, the jewels off. Well, that's cool. <laughs> let's let's stay let's stay focused here. I'm dazzled. Uh, we also, eventually, the Columbia shirts are going to have so much air getting into them. You're just going to be putting on a collar, <laughs> <laughs> like a lime green collar. Hey, I, look I'd at like, all the vents on this thing. I'd like to I'd like to make fun of it. I have one of those air gill shirts as like the vents oh, down yeah. the side. I've seen it. Yeah, it looks and, like the washing machine has destroyed dude, that thing. But <laughs> I tell you right now, I'm fishing. <laughs> Wading in the Bahamas, like in very low wind, where like just a little bit of breeze going. I mean, that thing you do not sweat in that shirt. Like it's 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 goofy looking. Yes, that's called dehydration. But it, it works. I guess this is an ad for Columbia now. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the club, guys. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Salt laugh. So uh. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's gonna be the Soul Agree shirt. And uh, yeah, which we're yeah. excited about it. It's got like kind of some archy stuff on the front and on the back on the yoke, as they call it. A little embroidery. Yeah, a little embroidery, a little fishing scene on the back. Luxury. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So it's going to be tremendous. Luxury. It's going to be luxurious. It's going to be luxurious. Um, and then we got some shorts coming out too that have a little stretch to them, kind of a khaki look. I mean, I can see you going, you know, south abroad to dinner and these things getting right out of the marsh. Yeah. yeah as long as you didn't get too much damage on them, you'd be all right. Are there any restaurants out the broad? No. I'm talking about like to Joe's family in law's house. Oh, the wearing house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just step right on in. Get I, was, I was trying to think yeah. of it was like Broad Street. Broad Street. What is down there? Anyway, God, I've only been here three and a half years. I don't know all the ins and outs. Then there well, there's the blind tigers on broad and Yeah. But that's, uh yeah, it's on that's on broad, side, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But we got, you know, standard T shirts, some new hats. Slightly north of broad. It's We're not, excited about it's it. Not. <laughs> Restaurant Oops, review going on over yeah. here. We'll, we'll keep doing our station. But uh, yeah, I got the new, just more quality tees, quality lids, uh, accessorized. 
And yeah. then the, the uh, new line that we have coming out with the Soul Agree shirts. And Soul Agree. And the new yeah. shorts that we have coming out. I think you guys would be real happy the with them. The Hunleys. We are. You named the That's shorts awesome. the Hunleys? That's, That's awesome. right. Because they can uh, go down under. You, you, down under. They go down under. I approve. I we named it after the know. bar Hunley's right around the corner. <laughs> and then we found out, I'd be damned if there wasn't a submarine around here called Hunley. Uh, we have been to Hunley's. Have you been there yet? Crazy. It's on Hunley's? 17. It's, it's right, no. Dude, it's a dive bar it right over unbelievable. here. Unbelievable. Is it awesome? You guys actually no, went I mean, to it's it? unbelievably not awesome. We decided it's not like Richard's. It's it's not that good. It's kind of like, no, Richard's is awesome. Richard's, Richard's has got shit. the cool factor. Yeah. yeah. We went there at 11. It's like, okay, it probably opens at 11. Nobody's like on a Tuesday, there. right? Yeah. Door's still locked. And so we're, I was like, let's go back to the car and just look at the time it opened for I hear the Standing click around halfway. the door, you know. Uh-huh. And then Paul hears the door. And then we open the front door. And we're like, we're going to be the first person, people in here. There's it's, like nine people at the bar. Yeah. There's already had drinks. There's I mean, a, back, like, there's there's a, good, back, there's a door. back door. And uh, like there's, we're the only car in the front parking lot. And there's uh, like 12 cars in the, the back. Mean, the, mean age, yeah. the median age was like 61. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, like where man. you go when you're... Just got nothing to do but drink. Yeah, exactly. Old Betty. I was just going to go pickle myself. <laughs> the bartender was uh, busier than the waitresses. I mean. Wow. Wow. I don't, where, I don't even know where this place is. Well, this took a dark turn. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good place to wear your solar grease shirt. I like it. That's how we came up with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where it came from. So, uh. When all is that coming out? What's uh, what's yeah. the, the release date? Shirt, t-shirts and hats, basically at late mid to late February. And then the Soul Grease shirt and the Hunley shorts, April one. Oh okay. wow! Okay. A little delayed to those on f- April Fool's Day. Yeah. Uh, you didn't think about that, did well, you? April one to April fifth. You know. Okay. We don't think about childish holidays when it comes to business. <laughs> <laughs> well, for everybody listening, my birthday's on the fourteenth, so That's right. wants to send me some, uh, you know, some oh, soul green shirts. Up in, exactly. Which is coming up in February. Out? So What's I the fall stuff coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Day? Yeah, you Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, uh, I was sick as a dog my birthday last year. I hope I get to celebrate my birthday no. this year. Oh, yeah, but we went and rocked out anyway, didn't I we? I did, but it's hard to rock out when you haven't had solid food in three days and you've been just literally shitting your brains out Good and laying God. in bed. It was did, bad. Did Sarah bring it all back to you? And oh, it, it tried. It tried. It brought it in. I just, I, I what didn't, happened? I, I had like one beer at a Lucero oh, show. I was That's at like that blasphemy. concert. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was. I, remember I'd that guy's jeans? Three days. That guy's jeans. Wait, stop it. I hadn't left my I hadn't left my bed in three days, and the, only, the one day I got out of my bed to go anywhere, I went to the Lucero show, and because I, I could finally like go for Stand more than straight. six hours without uh, shitting. God. <laughs> so, like I went to the show, but then I, I had a beer. You know, it's like having one beer at a Lucero show is right, like not right. dropping acid at a Hendrix show. I mean, it's it's <laughs> blasphemy. Like you're, you've been to a lot of Hendrix. I know. Shows. I went to a couple back in the day, but. You know, it, it's just not right. Like you should be at least half drunk right. while at a Lucero right. show, right. but like I, I could barely get one. Beer that was on. the Bingham, uh, Bingham Lucero show. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think they just flip a coin to see who. Yeah, opens. yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, the well, Lucero's been one. back a couple times since then. Yeah. I haven't been able to go see them. Man. <laughs> All right. Well. well, normally we call this segment controversial, Doug. He's usually pretty controversial, but he's going to bring up a little topic. But I got a little song. I haven't played this in a while. Let's see just how it sounds. Cool. Is the song controversial? It's controversial. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I know. It is. <laughs> this is really, really bad. Is that like a pop song? <laughs> oh, Lord. Have mercy. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Well, yes. this isn't really controversial. I just wanted you to, you know, just hear right. a little something to get you going. You got something more? Uh, is, is that the meters? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, Doug, what do you want to talk about? So, you have a drunk Bailey's from a shoe. We're not going to go controversial today. I'm actually going to going to get into a subject that's been beat like a dead horse, but I want to see if we can't dig into it and get a little fresh perspective on it because Harry and I, let me just paint the picture. Where the hell is Harry? I don't know where Captain Tomlinson is. Harry and I, old hairball, running up to Ace Basin to do some fishing. So Ace. we're we run up to Bennett's Point and we're launching up there. Or as Paul thought uh, y'all were at Ace Hardware. Oh, he thought we were at Ace Hardware. That's right. <laughs> I was like, he's like, where, where are you I, at? I was like, we're like, we're at, we're at Ace, and he yeah. goes, oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay, I go, <laughs> I go do a little little yard work. Grab me a hammer. Doug, we're gonna see if Doug wanted to go eat with us, and uh, I was like, text Doug. He goes, I just got a text back from him and Harry are at Ace. And I was like, hardware? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what are they doing? Goes, I don't know, man, but that's uh, a journey or something. I don't know. The that's funny thing is, journey. I, I never even put it together. Three hours later, there's a picture of him on the fish. I was like, oh, I guess they went fishing, too. I passed, yeah. him, on the, I passed, I passed him on the road coming home well, from the office. Kind of fish in the back of I went Ace. right past him, and I was like, that's Harry and Doug. And I was like, there's no Ace hardware. Oh, Ace Basin. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, yes. only the little most famous places around here. So, yeah, okay. Doug's so, already given away a, a spot. Oh, oh, Ace Basin. Oh, yeah. Ace Basin. No, he said right like now. Bennett Point. Yeah. He's already going to get all you have ramp. to do is launch out of Bennett's Point and hang a left, and you're going to run right into him. Or the ocean. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's being controversial. <laughs> I love it. So we're out there, and, uh, you know, it's. it's he's just for, not for, saying which left. For anybody who's been out to Bennett's Point, you know, it is, uh, it is low country at its finest. It is uh, undisturbed. It is probably looks the same it, it as was it has for 30 years. Just now. <laughs> right, right. Get your ass up there. Right and now. it's gone. So <laughs> and um, we're done. <laughs> we got a little conversation at the dock with one of the commercial crabbing guys. He was like, "We wanted to ask about Harry's boat. He, you know, he didn't didn't see a lot of flats boats up there until now." And uh, <laughs> you know, we he was talking. Oh yeah, one of my buddies. He was out there yesterday. It was it was kind of a slow day. Caught caught an eight or eight or nine. You know, and of course our comment was redfish, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, of course he calls me a spot tail bass, but. It got me to thinking because, you know, my expectations are never that high. When we get out on the water, we're all about sight fishing. We're all about fly fly fishing and stuff like that. So, you know, one fish can make a hell of a day. I mean, even if I'm out there and I'm busting ass for two hours and we're searching creek after creek and it's dry hole after dry hole and we come across that one little group and we get that great shot and high floater and we get the beautiful eat and everything like that. Uh, even if we don't land the fish, I mean, that can make my day. That's a session to me. That's a success on the water. And I, I thought, what a great subject to bring up. And I'd love to, you know, get your, your opinion, Mike's opinion, Will's opinion. I mean, what does make a great day on the water for you? Do you have to catch fish? Well, I think what, what comes to mind to me first is I think Will and you and I went out one day, like, last oh, yeah. June. I don't think we even came close to catching a fish, but I think I drank about nine beers. <laughs> oh, no, mm-hmm. actually, and we had a Will, you got Will, Will fed two fish that day, two tailors that's, in the that's grass. That's right, that's yeah. right. But we didn't catch anything, you're right? No. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard this said before, and I, a I'm a big day. believer in it. I think, I think everybody moves through um, phases. You go right, through right. stages of mm-hmm. fishing, if you will. And and I think it's there's some truth to it. I've read it in articles and stuff that have alluded to this, but, like, you know, everybody kind of works through a process. So, like, when you first start fly fishing, it's all about catching a fish, period, right, in the right. story. Then after you catch some fish, it's about how many fish I can catch. Mm-hmm. And then from there, and these two are interchangeable, how many I can catch versus how big of a fish can I catch. 
Right. And and all of those, all through all the stages, that's how you're measuring success. You're measuring your success based on how many I caught or how right. big a one I caught or if I caught one. And I think eventually, once you've caught enough fish, not saying we're all like, oh, we've right. caught so many fish, you know, nothing like that. But like, I think eventually you get to the point where you just enjoy the process of yeah, catching fish and exactly. or not. And, and exactly. that's the thing. Like, I mean, some of the best days <laughs> I've ever had on the water weren't that great, you know, as far right. as numbers. I've had some epic days of numbers right. but you know I've, I've had just as much fun riding around drinking non-beers and laughing and being stupid oh, and, exactly. you know, and and screwing up every attempt yeah. that I've seen you know so and I've had some bad days riding around not being able to see anything where I got pissed off as hell and was just angry yeah. you know so it just depends I've had days Fritz where Dog is here by the way I've had days where we caught a lot of fish and I have forgotten about those I mean I was talking oh, yeah. to Harry about it and you know, one fish really can make a day. It can make a great experience, and those are the things that you actually remember. I don't need to see your scorecard on Instagram. Oh God, yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, though, like, hey, buddy. Hey, at the know. same time, I, I I see that, and I get kind of I'm like Harry oh, Thomas yeah, yeah, just joined yeah, us. I, I get a little, you know, I see what you're saying. Like when you see it on Instagram or Facebook, you know, and you just want to be like, oh, come on, dude. I'm happy dude. for them. But at the same time, we all went through those stages. Like, yeah, you know, no, it's you're just right. that I right. I went through that numbers game being a trout guy, right. you know, years and years and years ago before there was Instagram. So right. I, I imagine I would probably have been that same kid. Like, oh, yeah, I caught 22 today. Well, you know, <laughs> but I, I didn't have that option because there was no – they had MySpace, but yeah. I don't think I was really – I had a flip phone. Were you on MySpace? Everybody was on MySpace, <laughs> Doug. Don't act like you weren't on MySpace. <laughs> But that was no, pre. That was pre Facebook days. You know, and I don't mean to sound like I'm hating on guys that that, that do like say, hey, you know, I caught seven. I mean, you know, I, I'm happy for you. I just hope that, you know, I'm just wondering if everybody gets the same out of the experiences. You know, the next guy. Well, and I don't. I don't think that's the and truth. Is, I, mean, I think the truth is no. I think there are guys that that have different standards of what's a good day, and that's fine. Let me put it to you this way. Ooh. Let me ask you a question. Oh, we got the Yeti hopper. And hey, so Harry. here's the question I want to propose to all of you, all of you. Would you rather be on the boat with a... Y'all must be drinking. With, you know, somebody, like, let, let, let's say a guide. Let's say, would you rather be out with a guide, catch five fish, or would you rather be out with two of your buddies, drinking beer, having fun, and sea fish depends on the buddies. Yeah, depends oh, really? on the buddies. And see, and now we're gonna now we're stirring up calls, the hornets. Calls, calls, let's go. Let's go break down buddies. First off, is it the buddies that know how to fish and want to go fish, or is it the buddies like fly fishing? I would like to go do that sometime. Uh, no, no, so that no, means no, I'm polling the whole time. I'm showing yeah. them. How is it the buddy who knows how to pole, or is it the buddy who's or just not even that? What about way? the what about the dude that can pole a fish, but he just doesn't have the right chemistry, and he was he came along like yeah. one dude on the boat that you don't really know, or you can become best buddies with the guy on a boat the first time you meet him, but if you have that wrong chemistry with that third guy on mm-hmm. the boat, that makes it for just an all it can make an awful day so fast. Well, and then know? the other the other big question is, does the guy notice the GPS unit in my pocket while I'm riding <laughs> around with him? That can determine how good of a day I have with him or not. Yeah, but when, when you're going when you're going out with guys that like you you're not used to fishing with, like I, I have friends that I am primarily friends with them off the water, and then I have other friends that I am primarily friends with them just on the water. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Holyfield's one of those. I never really get to hang out with Holyfield, but. During the weekend, we're texting like girls. To like, go fishing. Yeah, to go fish. You want to go do that? And you know, you know someone well enough. Like Mike, we hadn't fished a lot, yeah. but you know, we get on the boat. If you screw up and miss a fish, 
no one really says anything. Not like, <laughs> well, this is what you have to do. You have to place it a little uh, bit further in front of them. That's that's one of my pet peeves is like when, when you don't fish with a guy regularly and you get on there and like you do screw up. Let's say you screw up because we all screw up. And they're like, hey, man, maybe you should try. And I'm just like, hey, man, maybe you should shut the fuck up because uh, I've done this before and I don't need coaching. I know I fucked up. I know how I fucked up and I know how to correct my fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> like, I don't do well with coaching well, I, I, for people that I don't know. I, like, don't do the know? Co- I don't do the coaching. It's like something like that happens. I'm like on the uh, pole and I'm like, yeah, well, that just happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> never or never seen that one before. Mm-hmm. You ever seen some good mess hey, ups? Hey, Mike, Harry? his mouse on the other end. I don't know if you were aware of that. <laughs> yeah, Harry, have you ever seen a good mess up before? No, all of my clients. Oh. No, all of my clients <laughs> are perfect. <laughs> oh, they're all perfect. Good. Yeah. They're like a hundred and eleven for a hundred and fourteen, I think. Now, oh, wow. Harry, Harry oh, state wow. your name and what Harry, do you do? I happen to know that's a lie. <laughs> let's let's welcome Harry to the 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 circle here. Hey guys. Yeah, we're running out of microphones. What do you, you what do you do? Bring your drum Harry? to the drum circle. I'm sorry. Say that. Again, Tell Paul? us your story, Harry. My story. Oh just, man, what you do? Just give us in one quick sentence. Um. Well, I'm in school and uh, fish some when I'm not in school. Med school, ladies and gentlemen, not your average college. Harry Thomason. There it is. <laughs> Best goddamn f- foot doctor in the low country. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a thing for feet. <laughs> the full bio, folks. You just heard the full bio. Um, skipped. Well, yeah. I think also going back to the subject, the fact that I lived in uh, Wyoming for four years and caught tons of trout and caught tons of fish like my life like n- cutthroat trout you can catch them with like a fishy. a freaking sock with a hook on it <laughs> maybe you they're like the redfish of trout but anyway so when I moved here I got real and I moved to Atlanta and kept trout fishing striper fishing and came to the coast every now and then I found a challenge that basically that I couldn't <laughs> conquer like I, I I'm used to not catching fish when I go out like and it's fine because I think I've got fish catching out of my system so i i just enjoy being out with my friends and being on the water oh, yeah. if i catch a fish it's a bonus saltwater has just taught me that nothing is uh definite i mean you just never know what's going yeah i can go to the river i think on a trout river and probably catch a fish oh yeah yeah as long yeah trout yeah i, th- I think with saltwater yeah it is that's the whole thing that i think a lot of guys don't understand is that you know, maybe technically it's a little less complicated because redfish will eat pretty much any fly you put in front of them if you do it right. But I think I I I, I beg to differ. Oh Lord, no! I'm so tired. Controversial. You sound like Colt. He's like, man, redfish are stupid. They are pretty dumb. dumb. They are not I mean, dumb. Maybe I'm just a bad fisherman. I don't, there's look, they they have their days. I mean, I'm not saying they're dumb every day. There's days where they're not gonna eat, you know, anything. And there's days where they may want just this fly or that fly. But nine times out of ten, I fish three patterns year round. That's it. When I go red fishing, I have three flies I throw. Three. I have That's it. And they all kind of look before. similar. And I just throw them. And and if you put it in front of the fish and you move it right, and then he sees it, and most of the time he's gonna eat it. If he doesn't eat it. So what? You move on to the next one. You'll find one that'll eat it. What I'm saying is, like, when it comes to trout, they can be a little more picky when it comes to that kind of thing. But in saltwater, I think the challenge is that we have such a larger environment. We have such a a more complicated environment when you're adding in tides or in direction and how those things play together. I think that's where the skill set comes in is understanding the fish. If If you understand them, you you know you can better find them you know yeah no, and I think the mark of a good saltwater guy is if you know if, let's say a redfish guy you drop him off in a redfish area um, that's not his normal turf and he let him go if he can find fish he'll figure it out he's a good right, guy right you know right. whereas like trout guys don't have that problem oh it's a river 
and there's well, trout in it. This is about all we got. Yeah, right, it's like right, okay, they got to right. be in this ten foot wide stretch of water because the rest of it's land. But so, you know, maybe that you know, like, that that kind of circles us back to the whole point. I think if you do enjoy the little things yeah. of a day or a session on the water, you know, we'll, let's say, let's call it a tide cycle. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody. It's pretty rare I ever get to go out and fish two tide cycles. Well, no, but it's rare anybody ever know, fishes all day. Or right, anything. right, right. Fish but like four so hours. I guess you're right. If you're paying attention, if you're enjoying your time in the water, you will become a better fisherman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, it's. I don't think like I said, but once again, I think everybody has to work through those stages. I think we all did in our right, own way. Right, so I mean, right. I don't judge people when I see them getting hung up on numbers or size. But you know, at the same time, like I, I do hate getting asked. So. How many, what's the most fish you ever caught in a day? I'm like, well, yeah. you, I was like, I can tell you, but it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Or, what's, oh, yeah, caught a big redfish a day, you know, it's like really big. I'm like, well, that's cool, you know, but like, I'm, did, how was it? Was yeah, it a nice did, day? Did, did you have fun? What was going on? Or, yeah, like, I'm more interested yeah, in the conditions yeah. and how it happened. Tell me the story. Like, the fish was. Yeah, because I've caught, I've caught, you know, a 21 inch redfish that was an amazing fish. Oh, fish to catch yeah, compared to like a big one that eat. just ate the fly right, board. Right, yeah. just, just an amazing eat like yeah. off the surface. So it just depends know. on the situation. Yeah, yeah and of course, and if I, you're I mean, hairy, you have the largest redfish anyone's seen yeah, you ever. Catch eating enough. on top, off the grass, doing it's the so- cartwheel, and then talking after you got it. Oh, yeah. Grocery I mean, getter. That was unbelievable. Yeah, Harry's been the star of many of Doug's videos, if you will. Yeah, he's, uh, so damn he's been my muse. Yes, he's, <laughs> he, he looks great on film. <laughs> Have you enjoyed all that time? No, it's awkward being in front of the camera, but you just kind of ignore it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you are just kind of awkward, though, aren't you? Yeah. Awkward by nature. <laughs> no, okay, so before we wrap up the subject, just to kind of put a bow on it. So, enjoying your time in the water, what makes a good day on the water? Let's ask a captain. Have you ever had trouble getting clients to actually enjoy themselves when they're seeing good action, but they're not seeing enough that they think they should be catching 50,000 fish? They think they should be on Jamie Huff's boat. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I got one that takes the cake right off the bat. Um, Doug's so popular. <laughs> this is why. Controversial. There's a couple <laughs> folks from up north. I think they're from Connecticut, and they're down here. And... We were we kind of been fishing some creeks and we were waiting for the water to come up and start pushing for, uh, on a flood tide, and we we're sitting there kind of pushing around in the tall grass looking for fish and some pockets and stuff, and the uh, one of them looks turns around looks at me and says, "There's no fucking fish in here, man. What are we doing? Rabbit hunting? Let's go." Rabbit hunting. It's the same. <laughs> nice. What'd you say? So uh, an hour before the water got in the grass, I dropped him off at the ramp and called two buddies, met me, and we went out and caught a couple fish. Yeah. Did they want? So they wanted to go home. Yeah, like, they went go. home. Not, not let's go see a new spot. No, this was like wow. good. Go back to Connecticut. Fuck all this. Let's go home. Yeah. Wow. I did. I took a guy. Back when I was that's typical trip, I took a guy from like Maryland, and the dude was like by himself, and he was like, "Man, I you know, new redfish, whatever." And it was good. It was like August. And it was a morning tailing tide uh, up in the Wando or something. And so I pick him up, take him out, and we pull up to the the flat, and it was like about an hour before real good fishing water. And I just pull you know up the creek and like just wedge into the grass and just kill the engine, and sit back. And he's like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "We're uh, we're gonna wait on the water." I was, he's like, "What do you mean wait on the water?" I was like, "See all this." high grass that's dry right now he's like yeah i was like it's gonna be under a foot of water here in about an hour and he's like no way i'm like yeah yeah i will and he's like so we just so like yeah about 30 minutes into this wait like it's about you know i just shit you do about 30 minutes in the wait the dude's just like keep looking he's like so this is this all we're gonna do we're just gonna sit here i'm like there's nothing else to do like we're 
the water's coming in. Like, it's too deep to go fish for him anywhere else. Like, we're just going to sit here. And then that day, I gave that guy legit one of the best morning tides I've ever had. I gave that guy at least 25 to 30 shots. And he fucked up every one of them. But he knew it was him fucking him up. Like, he wasn't like a dick. He was a decent caster. He was just put it too close or hit him in the head. Whatever. And he finally, like, the last part of the tide. Tide's sinking out. Like, I'm losing water. And I've had, like, I mean, there was just redfish everywhere. Like, it was ridiculous. He finally did land one. And he was the happiest man on the planet. Like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. But, yeah, for, like, an hour there, he just kept kind of looking at me. Like, so we're not going to do anything? I'm like, nope. You know, <laughs> nope. That, that actually reminds me. <laughs> do you know, okay, so of all the people that I've, like, you know, called up and said, hey, I want to come, you know, check out Charleston fishing. You know, I just want to see what it's all about. And taking them out there and... You're always a little worried they're going to get, you know, impatient. They're not going to be able to understand, you know, we have these dramatic tides. You know, the windows are small, all these other things. You know who the one guy I was able to fish with, and it was exciting to fish with him to begin with, but he enjoyed every single second of I being did, out I there did. on the water. You, I did. You know what I'm talking about? I it was did. me. It was Michael me. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Oh, you had to bring Seriously. Batman no, I'm oh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> proper. No, he no, enjoyed no, every no, single no, second know, of I, it, dude. Didn't he, he drink a lot of Budweiser, too? Well, actually, he brought a Beta. He he loves pur- Purple Haze. Oh, oh Purple right. Haze. That's that's didn't he drink a lot of them? He's a oh, drink. yeah. But, I mean, he literally enjoyed every single second of it. He Probably because he was, he was and, 60. And, and, and a, it honestly took beer. about an hour and a half before we saw fish. Same scenario. We had to sit in the grass and wait for it to get up. But, I mean, he just was like, oh, the grass is beautiful. This is beautiful. I love how the water, you know, just floods everything. It's so interesting. That's because he's an illuminary angler. <laughs> are you going to get a Are you gonna get a call with him he's sometime? Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we got to reach out to Frohawk and uh, make sure he calls Michael and see if we can get him oh, on the show in your one court. day. So. It's your deal. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get him on here, but... We'll have to ask him about that day because we did see some pretty amazing stuff. Wait, wait, wait. You want to ask him about the day that you showed him an awesome time? Like, that's him. Really, Doug? (laughs) Like, hey, can you tell that story about the awesome day me and you had on the water together? Make sure you mention my name a few times while you do it. It really was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I gave him a a box with some art on it, and he, like, just, I remember I met Scotty because Scotty took him fishing, too. And Scotty's like, man, you should make a a box, you know, draw a redfish tail on it. Yeah. And I went down there with a couple of flood tide shirts and a box with some art on it. And I, I felt like a little third grade school bug. <laughs> he grabbed it, looked at it. He grabbed it, looked at it. Said thanks, man. Threw it in the back of his car. Went back to rigging his fly. I was like, oh, okay. Like you know, like the guy when remember Christmas vacation when he knocks on the door, he goes, "I had your package that fell between sorry. the seats." And sorry. I'm sorry about that. And he just slams the door. I'm like, uh, "See you later." Oh, Merry he, Christmas. He's a nice guy. I'm no, he is. He really. He probably really didn't put nice two and two guy. together that this guy might have. But but I mean, I seriously anticipated him being a complete asshole about having oh, to like wait on the water and everything else, and he wasn't. He was. Uh, it was refreshing. Next podcast, yeah. I'll talk about when I went stripper fishing with Bruce Willis. But let Doug go ahead. Okay, well, let's hear about it. How many places was he bleeding like, no, from when it ended? Like, <laughs> like that's a, I think my favorite game I watch in Die Hard is count the number of places Bruce Willis is bleeding from. Because <laughs> every movie it gets a little worse. Like, he's bleeding out of the ears. His shirt's like, black. Oh, his shirt's just black. It's all dried blood. Like, there's no way he's living. Sorry, we, we went off from Die Hard tangent. <laughs> I love Die Hard. I actually movie. was fishing, and I would tell him I didn't have time to tell him because he shut the door in my face in the parking lot that day. But <laughs> on the green Did river. Really? No, I'm. Mentally, right, like, right, right. emotionally. Right, right. So we were on the Green River in uh, uh, the ranch section. It's like an eleven mile ranch, I think it's seven mile ranch is what it's called in Wyoming. And uh, 
you, you there was a section where it was only probably 20, 25 feet across, and it kind of water slammed up against this uh, embankment, and uh, there was a dude out in the middle of the river, and we, there was no way to, you had to get in front of him because it was so shallow on this side. And as we drifted by him, this guy had a hat pulled down, sunglasses. It was Will Ferrell. But you could recognize yeah, him. You bombs. could recognize the Batman because from the movie. Oh, it was it Michael Keaton. in his mouth. <laughs> and uh, we, we, we drifted by him. And I remember Brandon Powers. It was Michael Jansen and Brandon Powers. Powers was uh, was on the oars, and we got about 20 feet away from him. I go, y'all know who that was, right? It's Batman. And they go, it's oh, he goes, I go, that was Batman. <laughs> and as we went by, as we went by, he was like, Hey guys, y'all seen any bugs out? What's been hatching? Jumping, catching them on. Like, because we drifted by real slowly, so he had this time to ask all these questions. Yeah. And so that was, it was Batman. There you go. It's pretty cool. I'm telling you, the guy's a good fisherman. Yeah. So, very, very down to earth. Yeah. Well, get him, get him on the phone with us, Doug. Well, you know, we need to get and him. And if we get him on the phone, then Will can tell him about his day with Bruce Willis. Yeah, of course. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. See? And of course, there's Jimmy Kimmel. And I've been trying to get him on the phone. His yeah. agency's assholes. I mean, the guy they will love. not give us his number. No, no, I mean, I have, I have his number. <laughs> they just—they're like the filter, and they're like, I'm sorry, he would not be interested in that. Like, are really? you sure? How He's do a you fly know? fisherman. How do you? Is, you know what we can do? do we know? get Michael Keaton to call him because I bet ten dollars Michael Keaton knows Jimmy well, Kimmel from the bone. We just got to get in. The, we got to get into the Hollywood circle, man. You get into one. And it's just like We're a working chain reaction. We, before you know it, fuck, we'll I'll have sell our own body. We'll be on Jimmy Kimmel. On him, <laughs> on his couch, or on himself. I don't. Know. As long as he's not in. All the right, world. we officially ruined that that opportunity. All right, yeah. let's take this out. Let's come back here All a little right. bit. All right. We're gonna come back with our sales rep interview. Wait, uh, wait, wait! One thing. Do you know what the best part about fishing with Michael Keaton? Oh my God. <laughs> Let it go. Wait, wait! What was the worst part? <laughs> I'd rather know the worst part. Let's see that. The best part. He had the most amazing jeans. I know. Ah, oh, come on. Get this fucker on a commercial. Southbound again. You know if I'm going to leave surrounding chiropractic care. Is it safe? Is it helpful? Are they real doctors? You may have had a negative experience that left you hesitant to return to a chiropractor. Maybe you felt uncomfortable. Or maybe you felt nothing at all. Hi, I'm Dr. Ryan Lee, and I specialize in holistic chiropractic care. providing a comfortable atmosphere for my patients, as well as an incredibly professional environment. Whether you're dealing with a stiff neck, a painful back, migraine headaches, 
whatever. Call and make an appointment today. Gentle, comfortable, professional. Ryan Lee Chiropractic Center. Gentle, comfortable, professional. Some good comedic genius. That's right, baby. You know what I like. You know it. God. That's how Blue Jean Blues. Red Shoes Diaries. Do you say We got Kelsey in the room. Yeah. My fiance stopped by. We're about to go car shopping. Fiance. My fiance. Fiance. She's bona fide. Fiance. Babe, we're going to be allowed to go bone fishing on during the wedding, right? Yeah, I thought that. Oh, shit. Did you hear that? wasn't even an answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Within reason. Oh, Lord. It's kind of like the answer. It's like, was that a raccoon that crossed the street? <laughs> 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 uh, so we got Harry Thomas in here, as we said earlier, and he came by to kind of give the old guide talk a little bit. Actually, he just came out to bring his beer, but while he's here. Can you well, bring he, me another beer? <laughs> coming right up. <laughs> So he's going to fill us in on all the little things that you might need to know when you when you go with a fishing guide and whatnot, and just you know what what the water's looking like these days. A little bit of everything. We're going to try to. He's kind of the only guide that we know that we have a, a real close relationship with, and we know he's kind of a. Uh, he's the face man of flood tide a lot of times yeah, too. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a, a dumbass. He's guide. like a dumbass I mean, like really. us, but a really good guide. So. Uh, and he's going to be a doctor one day. Yeah, and he has no arrogance about him. And he's cleanly just chiseled and looking good today. And well, that's because I work out. Oh, good, good. Well, Doug, what happens if you need to ask a question? Oh, I'm right here. Uh, that's not working. Mike, you got to turn it on. It was on. It was on. You just got to talk into it. Harry looks like the most professional person at a fish show. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, for sure. He fits that guide model just perfectly. He got rid of his big shags, too, recently, which I'm not real happy about, but hey, whatever. Whatever. I, I don't know. If you just, saw Harry two years ago, ICAST come stumbling into the ICAST show at 2 p.m., <laughs> he looked like he'd been drugged behind a semi from, <laughs> from all the way to Charleston like, to he, Orlando. He looked like my stepchild <laughs> that I just had behind the booth with me. I missed that year. It was, it, I left, we left the house or the hotel at like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. to go down so we could be at the show. None of us are doing well at 7 or 8 a.m., but we're up. And we leave Harry in the fetal position in his underwear <laughs> on one of the beds just laying there. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> He's, he's I had to take a shower with Harry puking next to me. He's in the booth. <laughs> he's in the booth, eyes red, not doing anything, just like <laughs> staring, just staring. He's like, "Man, are you sure you're the, I can help out?" And I'm just, like, Harry, just, I just want to be like, 
You get out of there. Come on, get in the kitchen now. Get in the kitchen there. Get you something to eat. I mean, that's the way it was. It's like, Harry, you need to straighten up, dude. Yeah. You are not Just don't shape. puke on anything, Harry. That's all we can ask of you. And I think I spent the night with y'all at y'all's hotel room one night and left them in our hotel room. No, I don't think so. I slept well, I, on your couch we, at your hotel room I one came, night for sure. I came to the hotel room that morning. It it looked like three Latino painters were living in this apartment. <laughs> like the door was open, all of them were half naked. One, <laughs> he's asleep on the couch. Harry's laying in bed. Spring Owen, break '96. I know Owen's in, in the South shower. Padre. Yeah. Uh, it got weird. I walked three miles one morning because <laughs> I was afraid they were going to leave me, and I stayed. We was like, oh yeah, our hotel's really close to the to the convention center. It right was, there. but literally, it's across the interstate. Yeah, so <laughs> I, mean, I had to. Walk, it was the closest hotel to the flip flops. Same clothes from the night before, just sweating booze out. I walked three miles in flip flops first thing in the morning, still just hungover as fuck to get back to my hotel room. All right, let's ask Harry some questions. Oh, okay. Let's, so let's, we, got we can talk about this all day. <laughs> you guys can make up stories Sorry, about me. Sorry, Dad. <clears throat> so, Harry, we want to ask you a couple of these questions. Maybe these are what people are thinking about about asking uh, guides what they should and shouldn't do in the boat and kind of uh, telling us some of your funny stories. All right. What was the one you were mentioning about a minute ago with uh, the people from up north? Oh, the two lesbians? (laughs) The other one. (laughs) The other one, okay. Um, Well, I think they just, they were getting a little bored. We hadn't seen some fish in a few minutes and things were slowing down, kind of waiting for the tide to get up and start looking for some tails. And uh, they got impatient and demanded to be taken home uh, and cut the trip an hour and a half short. So did you get a tip on that trip? Um, I got like half the... Sorry. Oh, jeez. That's just rude. I know. He just tried to call me, too. I thought I was thinking maybe it might be funny having it on the phone, but whatever. Doug's leaving us. Bye, Doug. Bye, y'all. Holland, let's just... Let's give him a... Bye, Doug Rowland. Thanks for coming. Bye, Kelsey. See you guys. See y'all. You too. Happy car shop. So, Harry, the ultimate point of the story, these guys were over the top rude to you, right? Yeah, I got like half the fare for the trip. I was just like, give me 200 bucks and let's go. And I texted my buddies. They met me at the ramp and jumped on the boat. We went back out and caught some fish. So, they did pay you a little bit? Yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. Were you okay with that? Were you kind of like oh, yeah, fine to get them like, off the boat? Yeah, cut your losses. Let's go. Yeah. That was great. That and was now you be- get to That go. was the best possible scenario. Yeah, sure. Have you ever been totally stiffed on a tip? Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. Probably plenty of times. There's been so many. There's times. been so many. Have you ever had too much gear in your boat from the guy that's coming to come fish, like bringing his boat bag? They both bring boat rod. bags yeah, and five yeah, yeah. rods. Camera bags. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, like you're going down the Oregon Trail or something? See, the good thing about having the dog in the boat is they see that and they go put their shit back in the truck. <laughs> Do you bring your dog on, like, guided trips? A lot of them. Like, is that one of those things you should ask their permission first? Probably, but it doesn't always happen. <laughs> like you don't like getting left at home, so. Fritz, can you make him bark? Fritz, bark, Fritz. Where's the kitty cat? Oh, <laughs> I did it. I door. Every dog ever knows. You know that's gonna happen. Oh, that old gag. <laughs> hey, Fritz, Fritz. Fritz, nobody coming. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest thing? Okay, what's the weirdest bathroom scenario that's happened on your boat? Where Ooh. someone. Hey. Oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't talk about that. No, 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 you should. Um, no. 
I might. I can probably think of a second weirdest. I don't know. Just. I want to know what the weirdest I is. Need now. To, I want that. Yeah, I happen. need to. Yeah, yeah, and point the mic at your face <laughs> so we can hear this. I want to hear it clearly. So I'm on a boat with Michael Keaton. <laughs> 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 he shits out his neck. <laughs> He's Batman. I'm Batman. Come on, Harry. Nah, Doug already left. It's not nice to talk about people behind their back in blue jeans and just didn't get no. So it involves it's, Doug, which is more reason to do it. All right, paying client. What's the weirdest bathroom scenario that's happened? I heard. If you're not gonna tell, I'll tell this one story that I heard. That yeah, tell that one. I don't. I don't know who it was, but this lady on a someone's boat. Joel Dickey with the with the five. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. she needed to use the bathroom to use the, the live well. The, who yeah. was that? No, I, I can't remember who that was. Was I, that, I was that Irwin? I know Scott Owens had that happen to him. Well, it, it, or is this like an urban legend that like yeah, everybody know knows the story? And a day later, he looks at his live yeah, well. I, thought and she was just yeah, going to go I think this is like an urban legend, like an urban god legend that everybody tells around yeah. the saltwater guy because I don't know where I heard it, but I've heard it. And I think everybody's heard that story from somebody different. Yeah, Which yeah. tells me that it's never actually happened to anybody. Maybe gay bathhouse? It does make Maybe sense. Gay bathhouse. gay bathhouse would definitely happen. I did I did <laughs> hear the story of John Irwin had a really good bathroom one one time about a guy. If, if you want to tell Well, that's about straight him. from the source. Oh, yeah. No, tell the story. This is a So he's got, these, he's got these guys in the boat, and one of them's a really large man. And... The one guy, like, they, they're running from, a, like, a storm to get back to uh, to the boat ramp during Cobia season. They're down in the Broad River. And the guy's like, John, I, I really got to use the bathroom. And John's like, all right, man, we'll, we'll get you back to the boat ramp, you know. And there's no bathroom there at the boat ramp, so he's going to have to, like, drive somewhere. He said, like, they get, like, halfway back to the boat ramp. And they're in uh, the, the, what is that, the Cumbahee River that's, that comes in there? Or is that the? Chichesi. Chichesi, that's it, Chichesi. So they're up the Chichesi coming up towards Lemon Island where the ramp is. And um, he said, all of a sudden, this dude just can't take it anymore and just hurls himself out of the boat at speed. <laughs> like, just lobs himself out of the boat <laughs> so he can take a shit in the water. And he does. And then John's like, the biggest problem is John's trying to get this guy back in. And he's so big. Like, John can't get him back over the It's the like boat. a fat kid trying to climb out of the pool. Yeah, he said they literally, like, they weren't far from the ramp, so I just, like, had him hang on to the side of the boat, like, drug him back. Hey, John's helping. What was, what was <laughs> His little hell's couldn't get him over the ramp. Oh, shit. You remember the one with the five-gallon bucket? He said the dude just was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You remember the one with the five-gallon bucket? Trying to get him in there. Yeah. Five-pound bucket? Five-gallon bucket. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe we shouldn't tell that one. Harry, tell us a damn story. Come on. This is straight from the source. You're in the studio today. Come on. Pressure's on, son. Come on, Harry. It's a podcast. We talk. Yeah. yeah you can't just sit there and be all quiet and weird. <laughs> and awkward. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of a story, but I'm well, just trouble. Tell us the latest story, something good or weird that happened with this is something lately. real good, real fast. We should have him in again. Yeah, we, we need to have Harry here. Can you make week. it again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did bring us beer, so. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to give him a little leeway there. Nothing like being sick and drinking he a little He gave beer. us leftover beer from his last charter, I believe. That's <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> right. It's not even that cold. <laughs> when was the last time you had a, a client trip? Last week. Really? Yeah. How'd it go? Slow. Fishing sucked. Just because it's so Weather warm, you sucked. think? You think it's just weird? It was warm and windy. How much nudity have you had on the boat? <laughs> a little. A little bit. Well. Okay. You want to go a little further with that? <laughs> Mostly just me. <laughs> oh, <never> mind, <laughs> oh, hairball. 
Terrible. Well, we went out and fished, and it was uh, a guy and his pregnant wife, and she was about five months pregnant, and uh, her baby had recently just shot his first deer. And <laughs> the, ba- she, the baby in the belly? The I thought baby he said the first the baby head. So what you do? Rest like the rifle. Yep. She rested the rifle yep. butt right on the baby. Yep. She said, <laughs> she said her baby had already shot his first deer, oh, and uh, he was ready to catch his first redfish. But oh, that sounds insane. Yeah, this is one of my pet peeves. I think actually, is people referring to unborn children as as actual children. Like they're doing something. Yeah, they're not doing anything. They don't. They're floating around in a sack of fluid in your stomach. That's it. That is true. They well, I was going to say crazy cat lady, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that next. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, and then the the weather was lousy, and the casting was to be desired. And so we didn't get a fish that day. So yeah. how did that turn into nudity? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> gonna work on a tan on the way back to the ramp. You gotta get something done that day. <laughs> that is true. You gotta be Very somewhat true. productive. Even well, out that raccoon tan, you know. Well, we got uh, what's that dude's name that's coming by? I think he's gonna interview for the flood tide rep job. Stone Gravel. Stone Gravel. He. Stone well, we already Gravel. have a rep, but he wants to just. What you, you're you the one that talk. You've got a rep you can't get a hold of. <laughs> Harry, are you going to sit in with us? So you're going to stick around? Yeah, I'll stick around for All a minute. Right, cool. He just doesn't take the hint. Let's just get well, what's his name again? Stone Gravel. Stone Gravel. I wonder if there's like an E on the end of that. Like a Grav. Is it Gra- Stone Gravel? Like Gravel. Gravel. Like Gravel. Like Gravel. Mark. Yeah. Gravel. We'll have to ask him. So he wants to be a rep for Flood Tide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, th- but you already told him that we already have a rep. I know he's not taking any of the hints I give. I've literally quit giving hints and just giving facts. I'm just like, we have a rep. And he's like, man, I just totally think I could work that out. So let me just get this guy. Cool, go get him. Hey, man, what's up, bud? <laughs> yeah, Fritz says, hey, what's going? <laughs> that dog bite? No, no, he don't bite. He's got a big head though. Yeah, what is that? Yellow lab? I got one of those. Oh, uh, <laughs> of course you do. Uh, every, yeah. every every good fly fisherman has a yellow lab. So what's your name, man? Uh, Stone. Stone. Cool, man. How Where do you, you pronounce f- your last name, by the way? Hey, is Stone. It Gravel? Gravel. Gravel. Okay. Looks a lot like gravel. It was originally Gravel. Oh, okay. I changed it to Gravel. You changed I like it? That, that was a good call to drop the E. <laughs> yeah. yeah Who are you? You got? Uh, oh, no, no, no. You got you rapping? No, I'm, just, I'm just hanging out. I brought some beer. What are you, Afco? What's that? Oh, that no, that's right? actually uh, Bubba's truck and trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good brand, man. They're uh, kind of on the downslide, but they're, they're all right. Located in Somerville. Go ahead and stop by for yeah. uh, all your truck and trailer needs. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've heard some things about them. Maybe we just don't need to talk about that, but let's talk business. So, yeah, man. So, where are you from? Uh, Buckhead, Atlanta. Oh, Buckhead. Like, so, you say that instead of Atlanta, Georgia, you just go Buckhead, Atlanta. Have you seen Atlanta? I'm from Buckhead. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, what what brands are you repping these days? Brings me here in Charleston. No, just yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, so you're already here because you're repping. No, nah, man, I got I got some chick. I'm uh coming down here and seeing. So uh, okay. just hanging out, just doing some fishing. I think I got like 25 the other day. I put it up on Instagram. You should have saw it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So I yeah. think we all did. Yeah. So are you repping a brand in the fishing industry already? No, no, but uh, I think I'd really be good at it. Um, I like fishing. Okay. Um, yeah. I got a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> got a pimp-ass Land Rover right there. There it is. Look at it. Oh, you, got, you already got the wrap on there. I see yeah. a couple companies, but the, yeah, man, the power pole, good company. You, they mind if you put all their wraps on there and you don't actually rep for any of them? Dude, I get stickers at wholesale. So. Uh, okay. Well, the sticker. Yeah, okay. Sure. 
<laughs> so who do you rep for? Um, like legitimately, legit, le- like, legitimately, like literally get a paycheck like from they pay you I don't rep do. legitimately, but I know the guy that does. In a dream world, who would you rep for? <laughs> I rep for uh, Southeastern Tide Marsh. Maybe heard of it. Is it a clothing company? Yeah, it's a brand that's coming along. Where are they out of Wilmington? I think is that no, no. Uh, Silver. Phoenix Silva. Silva, North Carolina. Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're a West they're a Marsh brand like a. Yeah, we're a Marsh brand. They're a Marsh well, brand out of West Virginia. The Coast you know? the Coast Guard's main office is in West Virginia. So yeah. I guess you know uh, they it's a big do frat it, brand. Can do it. I mean, okay. Cool. Good college towns. Okay. Cool. And what? Uh, so that's Local your clothing source, company. Open cotton. That's a clothing company, but I really want to look at Flood Tide. I think I've seen them. Then their slogan something like for for the guy who fished in saltwater once. Was that something like that? Yeah, that's the market we're going yeah, after. Yeah, figure. <laughs> so you want to you want to rep Flood Tide though? Do you know you'd have to drop the other company if you? Well, Dude, we already. Ha- but we already Dude, ha- I don't want to rep Flood Tide. I want to be Flood Tide. I mean, look at me. I got my barber coat. I got my button ups. I got my penny loafers. I got some kick ass three hundred dollar jeans. <laughs> I am flat tied. Come on. No. <laughs> no. Not really. No. I don't, I don't think you know who we are. Yeah, it's not really the deal. <laughs> Come uh, on, guys. Look at this. No, we're a lot simpler. We're you want to go like upland bird hunting when we get done with this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I got a couple of to go with you. <laughs> yeah, man. So what kind of what kind of shotgun do you shoot? You got a pretty good. Uh, Benelli's. Oh yeah. Berettas. Yeah. Um, Over unders, I'm sure. Sergio Pacini's. This is a real expensive is brand. Maybe never Pacini, heard of it. Is that like Panini? Panini. Yeah, is yeah. that the same guy that invented the Panini? Did he make shotguns? Too? George Foreman gun. <laughs> Panera bread. So did you uh, do a little fishing while you're here, though? Yeah, man. I told you. I caught 25 the other day. Yeah, who'd you go? Did you go with a guy just by yourself? Just by myself, man. Without a boat? No, nah, I rented a boat, and I just I knew a couple places, and I just stuck, sticked up on it. And uh, did some good fishing, you know. Have you ever fly fished before? Oh, man. I, Dude. I've been fly fishing for seven months. <laughs> I mean, I'm fly fishing. Okay, cool, cool. Do you um, think you could teach me how to double haul after this? Oh, yeah, we can do it right now. That'd be awesome. Thank you. But he can triple haul, too. You triple oh, yeah. haul? No, I don't want to brag, dude. You got to be able I don't want to brag, but I'm, I'm just stopping salt, by before I go to the fish show. So uh, give us kind of a... That's fine. Give us... Kind of a sample intro to what you would say to like a shop owner if you were gonna like say something about flood tide and kind of your your sales pitch. I'd be like, dude, you want to focus on college kids with a lot of income that drive Lexuses. I mean, that really embody fly fishing today. I don't think that's who we're after. Yeah, and that got shaggy haircuts, beards like that guy. Uh huh. And uh-huh. they just sit around and just just spend daddy's money, man. What if we what if we took that and did the exact opposite? We can do that. that. We can do that. <laughs> that would be more helpful, I think. I think that's the people we're looking for. It's the the exact opposite, actually, of what you just said. But y'all need to change some things. I think y'all need to put some more um, more like stock images on shirts. Okay, just like real generic, like yeah, yeah, yeah. get away from com- get away from all the custom artwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would yeah, be, yeah. That'd be yeah, good. Like, you know, like one that's like. It's serious, but kind of a play on it. Like instead of fishing in Charleston, like fishing in Charleston. Fish on. Fish on. And fish on. Fish on. And know. a lot of yeah, anything involving real as as you know, oh, a, a, two a play on words. Like, real hooker. And, yeah, yeah, real hooker. Real deal. The real yeah, y'all, deal. Y'all kill it. Yeah. Kill it. Real Have a real good time. day. I got a guy that owns 23 Circle Ks in North Carolina. He carry the whole brand right now. 
Really? Yeah. You think that's the direction we need to go? Oh, man. Circle K's. Circle K's. Circle K's and daddy's money. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's I that's think it. we're on to something. Polar pops and flood tide caps, buddy. So when you hit the road, you're not really hitting fishing stores. You're kind of hitting more kind of off-the-market type. Grassroots. B-grade I, stores. I mean, we can... <laughs> We can all say like the Mecca south of the border, right? I'll be working hard to get on that one. Okay. Uh, that's know, the big account down there? That's the big account. That's the mother load. You don't drive by it without noticing it. I'll give it to right. well, well, man. So, but I know y'all got a rep, but I think I do a really good job uh, repping you guys, kind of selling the brand and the uh, atmosphere. And uh, you guys want to go out for some mixed cocktails later on this afternoon? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can we, do that. We do love drinking, but I'll be at work, but I'm sure these guys will join up with you. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a nurse. He can drink for work. It's okay. No, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Mike, we should go fishing. I like you, man. I follow you. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk you about it. follow me back, I think. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Gravel, I like you have a real organic approach to things. This is great. I think you bring a new face to the flood tide. Yeah, I mean, uh, just it's all about... Can you talk? What's what it? Ex- good, nice living. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's no, it. No, 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 it's, can it's, you can you expand on a little bit your approach to things and why you come from such an organic place? deep down well man you know went to uga just went to a lot of shows did a lot of uh hanging out with my man jake ellington that's who i'm down to see so you learned how to sell in the parking lot like oh, selling man. grilled cheese and stuff yeah yeah so how, how many years did you follow fish around <laughs> uh, about nine months yeah i figured yeah <laughs> <laughs> crunchy well, dude, dude it, it was a crazy road trip man I'm i got sure. my dad's ritz carlton card and we just got in my land rover and we just went all over the country following fish, Ritz you know, Carlton you know, just hanging out, yeah. just going to a couple of Ritz Carltons, you know, you know, bumming it, you know. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Sounds like it. Call it the Tits Carlton. Well, man, I know you're about to hit the road and you're about to go on the road for the next three months and kind of hit the circuit and kind of do yeah. your selling. I think I do a great job for you guys. Well, we'll t- we already got a rep. I, mean, I know that Will already told you that. Uh, I was surprised you still came by, but it was no, good meeting. No, he didn't say nothing about it, but, uh, you know, whatever, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did, but, uh, okay, it's, it's still nice talking to you. We're glad you came by. Well, we're going we're gonna to get on like, out of here. Your guys are, like, really cool. So. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming by, bud. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, uh, Stone Gravel, thanks for coming. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> All right. We're coming at you. We'll be back. We'll be back with H&H Outfit. You can't talk to me like that, boss. choice of two imports here. We got the Volkswagen Bug or we got the Toyota Solera. Come up here and have your choice. $249 a month. We'll give you such good deals here at Mold Motors, it'll make you dance. Now dance, Jiggity. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it real at Molar Motors. Shooting down high prices. Molar Motors, home of the best payments in town. All right, all right. We back. We got this segment and then one more. Um, we're going to call HH Outfitters.
out in uh, Portland. We don't personally know them, but we know of their work and talked to them a couple times. And uh, they do pretty similar stuff to us, I'd say. Yeah, you know. definitely West Coast brand. Yeah. Well, and uh, seem like good guys. Yeah, they definitely stick with that uh, trout. The struggle. <laughs> steelheading, trout. Definitely have some catchy stuff and some uh, creative work. Make hats, T-shirts. And I think they do a little other stuff. We'll, we'll ask them, I yeah, guess. That's we'll see what's of. coming up. All right, cool. Let's let's do it. Let's fire it in the fire it in there. Fastball, Ricky. <laughs> the hater. Throw the hater. Hello. Hey, Alex. What's up, man? It's Paul. Hey. How you doing, good bud? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I guess it's, it's a little early out there compared to here. Yeah, well, like I say, we we get in pretty early over here, so. It's no big deal. Well, man, thanks for taking the time. We got uh, Will, Mike, and Harry here also, so you're going to have to deal with four of us. Hey, what's going on, Good man? morning. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I got my brother Cobb here, too. Okay. Right on. Cool, cool. Uh, well, I know you said last night you uh, you tend to get in there at 6 in the morning, so you're already kind of showing us up. We don't we don't tend to get in here till about 9 to 10 or whenever we feel like it. So are, are you guys already in there at 6, like, screening shirts and getting after it, or is that just kind of a way to kind of ease into the day? Well, um, sometimes it depends on how much we got going on because, you know, we don't just print H&H stuff here. We print for a lot of other people too. Okay. So we've got, we've got other jobs that we're working on, and, you know, depending upon our workload, um, we're either answering emails, shipping packages, or uh, printing shirts because it's still just just three of us here. So, wow, that's a. Uh, now, did y'all did y'all start H and H out of the screen printing business? Like y'all were already into that business, and you decided to have your your own brand, or how did that all start? Well, I actually, in this cob, by the way, uh, <clears throat> I actually. Uh, worked in the screen printing supply and equipment business and so did Alex. We had uh, worked together and then and worked at a couple different places. And then um, I actually opened my own store and my own brand down in California and uh, and that was kind of the initial you know sort of start to getting into the the apparel industry. And when I moved back up here, I just closed that out and we we brought all the equipment in and started H and H. Very cool. Well, hey, guys, this is Will. Um, just want to ask you a couple of questions to see if y'all kind of deal with the same things we do. Do you have, uh-huh. I was going to ask a couple of questions, see if you guys kind of deal with the same things that we do with owning a uh, apparel company in the fly fishing business. But um, yeah. the biggest thing is, like, does your family understand what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not at first. It was, a little, it was a little hard to explain at first, but... Um, you know, we've always, my brother and I have always been in bands and done artistic things. And um, I think they did, they didn't, they were a little confused, but they didn't really freak out too much because they were just like, oh, another weird thing those guys are doing. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I guess compared to being in the music business and bands, at least you're not touring and hitting different cities and never know where, where the heck you are. I'm assuming y'all did that kind of thing. I saw that y'all do have a music background. So do y'all, did y'all also have an art background, or is that something y'all kind of have developed yourself? 
Um, I think both of us always made um, a lot of the merch for the bands that we were in and um, logos and things like that. But I actually went to school for graphic design um, and then realized that that was a big load of crap. Um, so yeah. I just kept kept doing it on my own, and uh, Cobb's always done it too. So I think we just it's just one of those things that you do enough of it, as I'm sure you know, you become a little proficient at it. Well, we, we want. Yeah, do- I actually. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I actually designed my first shirt when I was 15 years old with my friend Josh Wells, uh, or Walls. Sorry, Josh Walls. And uh, we had a, a, an idea when we were, I think we were freshmen, and uh, we had this idea called Surf the World. And we designed it in paint on his mom's uh, Microsoft paint, whatever uh-huh. computer that was. Nice. And that was actually the first time I designed a shirt. That was, yeah, that was a long time ago. Good high resolution. I like it. Do you still have it? Was, it? it was, yeah, it was super quality, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, obviously you guys, you're in the, the, the you were in the screen printing supply business, which I always love talking to people because I had no idea that that was a thing, like that even existed. But um, aside from that, I take it you fish. So um, you guys are in Oregon now, but you, uh, you have a California background. Um, so what's you guys, as far as fishing, what's your background? Where, where do you guys come from? What do you still like to do? Well, you know, we all grew up, we grew up in Northern California, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of striper, um, a lot of just bass fishing um, in the Northern California area where we were at the Yuba River's big trout um, fishery. Um, but you know, we all started with a Snoopy pole like everybody else, and just kind of got into fly fishing in our in later teens um, when we inherited our grandpa's stuff, and. Um, you know, around here, we do a lot of steelhead fishing, obviously, some salmon fishing, and um, you know, I'm not I'm not ashamed in any way to say that occasionally we we dump into the conventional gear fishing world because this is it's where we're at. You know, these yeah. big rivers like the Columbia River, you're not fly fishing the Columbia, um, and and so we do a lot of salmon and steelhead fishing. And we we actually got a lot into this summer we got into bass fishing a lot we've got some buddies with some some big farm ponds with just huge largemouth and pulling poppers for largemouth is just about the funnest thing i've ever done on a fly rod oh i love the old greenbacks baby i could play with them all day long <laughs> absolutely well uh i got a question do you guys i mean i guess this kind of parallels our business as far as asking you this question but we are, we are constantly trying to figure out if we should kind of aim more towards <clears throat> our website store or more with dealers. Do you all find a way that, that you all are more successful with your online store or more marketing to dealers for resale? Well, we do a lot more business through our, our online store than we do through dealers. Uh, a lot more. It's, it's really not even close. That's not to say that we don't appreciate our dealers. Um, but the struggle that we've found with our dealers is not that they, whether or not they like the products or whether or not they even support the products. We go into a lot of shops that don't carry our stuff, and every one of the employees in there will be wearing an H&H item yeah. to work. I hear um, you. And so, <clears throat> you know, it's really, it's really cool to see that. But dealers have a struggle uh, these days because of these bigger companies. They they really put a stranglehold on dealers. You know, some of these large companies that I'm not going to name names of, 
but mm-hmm. we all know who they are. You know, they put such ridiculous minimums on dealers and tie up so much of their uh, their budget that they don't have money for for people like us and for you guys and and you know these other uh, just all kinds of different things, Vedavu and, and and a lot of different people that people like. And, and would love to carry, but just don't have the money for it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. We've definitely had to kind of whittle away and work through that process as well. And it usually ends up being, like you said, like an employee buys a flood tide shirt. And then like, hey, we see Ricky wearing it around. We really like it. He gets a lot of compliments. So we will maybe try your product. So it definitely, you definitely have to get lucky to some degree as far as getting into more shops in that, in that fashion for sure. Well, and I think you also have to be a little creative, you know. For we've sure. yeah, we've definitely. had to be creative in how we deal with them and, and what our minimums are and what we'll allow them to do. Or uh, We've even consigned stuff in stores just to, you know, say, hey, listen, let us prove it to you because our stuff sells. Let us show you it sells, and then once it sells, you know, come to us with an order. Yeah, and that, and that also kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with just having creative product. You know, you're able to do that. Yeah. These guys take a risk um, with us and, you know, with you guys. And all. it seems to always work when you find someone that's open-minded to that and uh, gives it a shot. And, you know, you earn your way in there. And I know you guys, uh, you are definitely someone that we keep an eye on just for, um, we like to say, friendly competition. Just to say, you guys make us better uh, just by seeing what you're putting Absolutely. out there. And kind of, you know, it's kind of this network of things that we're this new <laughs> maybe coming uh group of uh companies this way that have definitely something they're tied to and uh have a unique and individual story yeah and you know i same same with you guys um you know there's there's companies that you look at and you know really um the competition in the in the industry is good as long as it's good competition and you know when you when you talk about two companies like ours there's there it's very regional I think you can agree on that. Sure. Um, you know, we we sell to the Great Lakes region and in the Pacific Northwest. We trickle stuff everywhere else, yeah. um, and and that's that's really kind of okay with us because that's that's what we know and that's what we do. And um, it's kind of it's cool to see a company like you guys that has a story. There's people behind it. There's a soul to it. There's a couple other companies that will remain nameless that are doing kind of similar things, and it's literally just a, a logo. There's no anything to it. There's no story. There's no cool vibe to it. You don't have a respect for the for the people making the art or doing the stuff, and and uh, I think that that's important in the world of competition, you know? For sure. Well, yeah, and as far as that goes, too, I know we talked to you guys a couple months ago about doing something together, how we can kind of – co-brand a shirt in the future and we look forward to doing that we'll have to just come up and figure out the right way to do that and i'm sure we can so looking forward to doing that for sure so are we you know we talked about last night because you know we do everything in-house with the exception of direct embroidery everything else is done in-house so you know we've got a lot of capabilities to manufacture and you know we'd love to work on something i mean like i said i've already printed shirts for for scott that you know that have you know paul's art on it cool well uh you know i know that uh you guys do a lot of videos is that kind of y'all's like kind of outlet to kind of be creative and do it on a, in a different media as far as still promoting your business 
Yeah, I think it is. We have a lot of fun with it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I uh, one of the companies that I worked for prior to, to doing H&H, you know, I was pretty heavily involved with the video marketing over there. Um, and we're really lucky. We have uh, a great video and photography guy. Uh, he's part of the part of the family. And, uh, you know, it really gives us a lot of capability to do stuff like that without having to break the bank. And, and we have fun with it. We, we actually just did a new video yesterday that'll come out here in the next couple of days. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, we feel like it's a really good way to uh, <clears throat> kind of have that face-to-face -face time, if you will, even though it's on video, but have that time with our customers and, and just people in general, everybody, uh, uh, you know, to kind of go back to the competition thing that you guys were talking about. You know, we find that, you know, we found a couple people that were going after us pretty heavy and social media and other things and we don't know who they are we never <laughs> met them we don't know anything about them they just decided they don't like us and part of the reason that we do the video stuff is to to put a face on our company and say look man we're real people we actually get up in the morning and come here and do this job and we have kids and wives and and all the things that normal people have we're not, we're not just some big conglomerate with a bunch of money and and we want people to understand that because I think sometimes, you know, some of these other people feel like they need to attack us or you guys or some of these other companies. And, and, and I think it helps to put a face on your company and have people, you know, see that you're real people. For sure. And nothing makes you feel better than seeing, you know, not even seeing someone wearing a, for me, wearing a flood tight shirt, you know, wearing a shirt of you guys or some of these other brands that we're, we're not mentioning that we all know that we're friends with and saying, well, these are guys that are kind of like minds. You know, it's like you're supporting these brands because, you know, if you're an H&H &H customer, there's no reason you can't be a Flood Tide customer, vice versa, and so on and so forth. So it's always, uh, it always feels rewarding when you're putting out great content like you guys are doing and that we're trying to do, and uh, you kind of get a following with it. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of times, you know, you, you want to compare. Because really what got us into doing this is we start looking around at our buddies who are skiers and snowboarders and, you know, extreme sports people that busted up their knees and can't do it anymore. And maybe they're hitting 35, 40 years old and they get into fly fishing because it's active and, and it's it's something that they can still do physically. Um, and they don't want to give up their sense of style that they've had their entire lives. And so they move into you know, picking up products from H and H outfitters and also flood tide or anybody else, because just because you wear a Volcom shirt doesn't mean you won't wear a Hurley shirt or a Billabong shirt or whatever else. And I think that those companies know that and understand it. And it's a healthy relationship. And I, I, I think that this industry can bear that as well. Well, guys, I know y'all have some uh, great stuff coming out for 16. Uh, when can we kind of look for that with your, on your website? I know it's kind of might be putting you guys under the gun because we're trying to get it all nailed down ourselves. But um, <laughs> but I know you want people uh, checking out with updates for the new videos. But um, when do y'all expect maybe the sp spring stuff to come out? Uh, we're look hoping to be in probably late April, early May with spring, summer. So that's what... We do usually spring, summer, and fall, winter. Yeah. Um, and then we, you know, as you guys I'm sure know, we, we kind of do a, a primary launch, and then we trickle stuff out throughout the uh, the season. 
And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of our goal right now. We've got a couple different things um, that are different for us, things we've never done before. And uh, so we're working on those right now. And um, we're hoping to have that ready for the spring summer launch. Yeah. And that's great that y'all do like us and we do like you of putting trickling things out because sometimes you want to make a product that's uh, resemblant of what's going on right now, an idea, and it gives something fresh and unique to everybody, all of your customers, all of your followers. But uh, where can we, where can uh, everybody find you guys on social media? I know you're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, there's Instagram, obviously. Um, that's at HH Outfitters. Uh, there's um, the Facebook page, obviously, and then um, uh, what's real photo? You guys use that? No, uh, I don't think so. No, I've, I've started hearing about that. Yeah, it's like Instagram, but for just for fishermen. Um, okay. It's, it's R E L photo, um, <laughs> and it's the same. It's the same basic setup, but we're on there as well. Um, then there's uh, obviously Periscope. We've been we've been playing around with Periscope. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird. Yeah, um, we've goofed around with that as well. It's a fun, little fun little it, app. Yeah, that's it. It's kind of cool. I don't know that many people really give a shit. But, but damn if it ain't entertaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's it's fun. But um, there's a uh, and then that Twitter. You know the the usual suspects. Well, right. And on. Uh, what's your website? Uh, hhoutfitter.com. Cool. And then in steelhead.com. S T L H D. Whoa, you got that one? Steelhead.com? No one has it. It's S-T-L-H-D. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Cool. Well, man, we really appreciate y'all taking the time to chat with us a little bit. And uh, we'd we'd love to do the uh, corporate tour trade-off that uh, maybe we make it your way one day. And anytime you guys want to come down this way, you're more than invited. Love to take you guys out fishing. Well, Cobb and I are always drooling over the redfish uh, redfish videos on the F3T. So we need to come down and visit you guys and... We'll take you steelhead. Yeah, sounds like a good deal. Put you in the mud cricket. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks, guys, so much, man. Well, y'all, y'all keep putting out great stuff. And thanks for the shout-out uh, with the Christmas video. Hope y'all had a great Christmas. I hope you guys have a great New Year. All right. Cobb you and too. Alex. Happy New Year to thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. Right. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, they are Cobb and Alex. Yay. H&H. I love that his name's Cobb. I wish my name is Cobb. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting name. Yeah, what if it's cool. like a... Old family name or, you know, great, great granddaddy. Yeah. That was good. They was uh, good. had some good insight and info for us. I love it. Good guys. Yeah, we were kind of talking off the air about, about you guys starting to get a, little, get a little hate every once in a while from the social media, like that he brought that up there. Like, I think it's hilarious. Like, how, yeah, it's, I mean, it's can like you, you can't take it personally. I like, mean, what have we ever done to offend someone nothing. with how we do and what we do? People just... If they're not a part of it, they, they want to hate it because they don't... They don't know the secret handshake. They, they want the secret, secret handshake. They want it. Yeah, they got to be in. Like well, let's go out and come back with a quick little outro, a little goodbye. We're going to... You got to... You ready, buddy? I can be ready, my friend. I'm going fishing. We'll right back. Now you better do some thinking, then you'll find you got the only daddy that walks the line.
Oh, that's just a factory price. That ain't our real price, and that ain't either. That's our regular price. Our real price looks up like this. It's if we were feeling really good, and then many... Who needs this abuse? May I help you? Oh, that's not the microwave on sale. This is the microwave on sale. Who needs this abuse? I know what you've been looking for, and you are really in luck, because we just got one of those little darlings left, and a really unique color. Who needs this abuse? I wish I was going to my morning jacket show for New Year's, but then that makes Joe maybe think I don't want to go to his wedding. Yeah, want, but I do want to go to his wedding. But I mean, Joe, I thought yeah. my morning jacket shows were ideal. I think that's like the first. Time <laughs> I out. Sorry, Will. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was doing anything other than working on New Year's Eve. But you know, what are you gonna do? I'm thir- I, I'm I'm past the point where New Year's Eve means anything. I like all I'd want. Oh, I'd Michael. be like, like, is it the New Year yet? So I can go to bed. This is Michael Downer. He's so sad. Uh, crying for him. I don't know why. I always watch those stupid New Year shows, like um, Anderson Cooper and uh, uh, what's her name, Kathy Griffin. Oh yeah, where they're just like uh, sitting up in a tower talking about nothing, doing inter- the same shit. We stars that I don't know have any idea who they are. Oh yeah, I guess that's here's the point. Saliente man. Gomez. Oh, you might know uh, her from. Hey, we, here's your invitation to New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Your ticket, like they're giving you a ticket to come to the New Year's party. Yeah, with I'll, get the, I'll get the Carson Daly or whatever the hell is. I'll be in a room. I'll be in a room pushing some med through somebody's veins. And I, think Gwen Stefa- I think Gwen Stefani's going to show up for the next eighty years during oh, the New yes. Year's. Uh, well, she's relevant again on S now because the whole voice thing. Like she's a judge on there. Not in my world, buddy. I didn't say she's relevant to me. I just said to the rest of the world. You think she's going to be like 73 and still pretty solid or what? No, she's, holding, she's, she's holding together pretty well as is. There you go. All right, all right, all right. Easy, big dog. All right, so, so that's it. I think we're... So, Harry, what are you doing for New Year's? Uh, I'll probably be in sleep by 10, 11.30. Yeah. That's going fishing New Year's Day. <laughs> Let me guess. A little PlayStation 3, maybe <laughs> some pizza. And then put on some live widespread DVD that you fall asleep now, to. At live with that's, the Fox. That's yeah. pretty accurate. It might be a PlayStation 2, but everything else <laughs> is accurate. Second point, can I come over? <laughs> I'm looking forward to beating Will on my Xbox 360 in there in Madden 13. Uh, Keep yeah. thinking, baby. I don't even, I have an Xbox, but I don't even have any games for it. I don't, I got nothing. Not yeah, even for Christmas? Well, I had, I take it back, I had the, I had the, <laughs> The He's in his 30s. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I didn't ask for anything for Christmas. <laughs> what did you get for Christmas? That's one. Santa didn't bring you I, I got that TV I told you about. Just the, the TV? The John TV. And then um, I got some tools. Any, any whatnots? I got some uh, camouflage duct tape. Um, some socks. That's I've got them over there. I, oh, I got a Fitbit thing so I can tell how hey, much activity I'm not doing every you day. You are fit. Uh, I'm not fit. But I did yesterday. Oh, I'll tell you this. I hurt myself. 
Um, and, and the only hurt day I've reached, well, today. like this thing gives you goals I based on your nose. age and your weight and all that stuff. Like how many steps you're supposed to take. How much I had one. Doing. Yeah. So I went, so I went out in my yard and I had to rake my yard and I've been putting this off for months. <laughs> Old man Benson raking that yard. Well, I've been putting it off for months cause I got, I've got a, a pecan tree. I've got a white oak and I've got a live oak in my front yard. And they're just, of course, dumping leaves. So I, Joanne's just been yelling at me to, to, to rake this damn yard. And, and I'm like, I'm not raking that yard till those leaves rake are out of that yard. tree. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it till all those leaves are out of those trees because I ain't raking this fucker four times. I'm going to rake it one time. Do you say so, that and like slam the front? Yeah, yeah. Front, just, uh, yeah, yeah good, good solid backhand. So I, sweep off the I went out there and I finally looked up and there's like three leaves left on the oak. The pecan's bald. I'm like, all right, it's time to, time to do it. I'd have to sweep the rake like three times to get to grass. Like it was like eight inches deep of leaves. That's when you invest eighty dollars in a leaf blower. So I, I got the whole. Well, I have a leaf blower, but I just didn't want to use it. Plus, everything was wet, so they wouldn't have blown that well anyway. Eh. So I raked it up, and I had bag it twelve yard bags for my front yard only. And I have a small front yard. Twelve yard bags full of leaves. Like, and I'm talking like standing on them to make them pack in there. I hurt so bad still because I was using I was leaning down on one leg. It's like I did leg day, but only on one side of my body because I was using that leg to like crouch over and like scoop the leaves in. I still can't even walk. I'm walking with a limp. And it right registered now. that you ran four miles, didn't? That's oh yeah. It, well, it did the activity log. Like I was active for like 57 minutes because you know the raking did the activity thing. And I did like yeah this oh, yeah and I did like 12 uh, 12,000 steps or something. I walked like six miles. So I, I I met all my goals for the day, but I also drank like twelve beers after I got done raking all the sleeves. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> the caloric balance was yeah. pretty. Just I a found wash. Mike's new bit. <laughs> it's talking about what he's done and how sore he is. <laughs> <laughs> my woman made me do this, and now it hurts. Yeah, uh, right. it's bad. Well, Will, what are you doing for New Year's, bud? Um, like I said, I tuned in to Anderson Cooper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, probably hanging around the house since you bailed on the Ben Austin trip. That was going to be today. I know, We'd be coming back tomorrow. I know, I know but I'm just wrapping it up. Um, really not a lot of big plans. I guess one of these uh, old school country guys raised from the south, got to have my uh, collard greens and black eyed peas. Oh, yeah, you got to have a little ham. You got to have the ham. You gotta have, yeah. Uh, well, you put the ham in the collard greens well, if see, you're I'm, old I don't school. eat it just That's more right. of a tradition. I eat it more. I'm scared to death if I don't eat it. Exactly. It's like, bad luck. And yeah. Like, oh, right. my God. Well, the, the black eyed peas. In my family, my mom's like, in 1987, your father <laughs> said he didn't want to eat collard greens. Hold on. Hold on. Breaking news. Yeah. From Dallas Cowboys training camp. They're terrible. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> um, I had a Des question. Bryant placed on IR for injured foot. Does it matter for one game? So y'all know yeah, better. Thanks. And Chip Kelly got. Chip, Chip oh, I knew Kelly. Chip Kelly got yeah. fired today. That was I actually yeah. didn't see that one I coming. Takes that to Jeff last night. Wow. Jeff Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. I'm, hey, I'm fine with it. I don't actually. Th- I'd rather than just keep him because he kinda, he's going to go somewhere else. And work. Dallas is looking awful tasty right now for a Chip Kelly offense. Oh no. <laughs> Dallas ain't never gonna win nothing until Jerry Jones dies and gets his nose out of stuff. I do want to just do better then. I do want to just throw out some info. If people ever have like ideas or suggestions, we'd love some or feedback. Or questions. Or questions. We can start reading the email bag. Yeah. Remember, oh. remember Richard Queso's email? Oh, yeah, Richard, yeah, I got Richard Queso all the all stacked up on deck. That's what we I never have, actually showed that to We'll anybody. have Richard Queso's email bag. I have yeah, the, Richard Queso never actually. I have the, audio, I have the audio sitting right here. 
Yeah, it was mailbag. Never actually Do you really? Yeah. Send your uh, send your questions to info at floodtideco.com. Do that. Floodtideco. And we will answer because I doubt there'll be that many of them. So we'll probably answer all of them. Richard Queso. You've got Richard Queso. Remember, we thought we like had it erased, and we found it. It got found it. It got unearthed. We might can play this. Harry's like, what? We'll play this on the outro. Just to see what yeah, just let it. We'll let bleed. Okay. Let that be yeah. the bleed out. But uh, Paul, what are you doing for New Year's? Uh, Joe Coffin's wedding. What are you doing the day of New Year's? Hopefully, I'm. I got some illustration projects, and hopefully, I'm not sick, and hopefully, I'm here oh. working on them. Is there any football games on January first? Yes. I, I, I don't. It's know. the other two games. Well, no, that's December thirty first. There's, there's two games. There's two games. Oh, well, there's four. Pl- there's yeah. four playoff games that have there, to happen. So two are happening one day, and then two are happening yeah. the other day. No, there's only two playoff games. Yeah, but one's happening the night before and one's happening January 1st. I thought they were both happening December 31st, one at four and one uh, at eight. One, there's two games. Anyway. Okay, what about the rest of the bowls? Is there any other bowls after I'm this? I'm sure. Are the bowls pretty much over with? That's my question. Is your Google broken? I feel like they go to like January 5th and then the, then the championship, the championship game is like the 11th or something. Yeah. But the Georgia Southern Eagles got their first bowl. <coughs> over Bowling Green. Mm. <laughs> that butt. How did it have North Texas do? They didn't need to get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're in the stands. Hey, let's let's get awesome. on out of here. Let's right. get Richard Queso out. Audio. Hey guys, thank y'all so much for all the Christmas support. Yeah, appreciate um, you. Hope everybody was happy with everything. We uh, really do appreciate the support. We got all the new stuff coming soon, and we got a couple things like the uh, new Bull Red shirt, El Toro Redhead. That's right, Bull Red. It's available shirt. at floodtideco.com for January fifteenth. Ship out. Yep. All right. Bull Red, El Toro Rojo. That's it. It's a redfish with bull horns. Yeah. Sure. You seen it yet, Michael? I don't think I saw it. I'll have to look at it before I leave today. It's a beauty. All right. Paul, Get rid your Paul drew that in a, uh, a fever state mm. while you were sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made it that creepier. <laughs> <laughs> I want to punch you when you All right, guys. God, let's go. Thank you for Bye. listening. Mark, ring these leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I thought Dive you were doing orders, re- packing, storing, shipping around the world. <laughs> Here's Paul Puckett. Packing the box now. I'm like a customer. I'm like, it's like the best one. We need like some of uh, a... Worldwide. Worldwide. This is really Miss the fish. Another long, hard day on the flats, but we're gonna come back just a few minutes after these words from our sponsors and we're gonna check my mail sack. All right, see what's in the mail sack.
action. Welcome back to Rippin' Lips with Richard Queso. And as always, at the end of our show, we like to end with a little segment we like to call Richard Queso Sack. Mail Sack, that is. All right, we're going to see what our questions from the viewers are this week. And this week's topic was God stuff. So, first question from Gabe at the house. <laughs> Sorry, we got to do this again. <laughs> I got to be able to read these down. Gay at house. 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 Gay we're going to answer questions from our viewers. Now, this week's topic was God etiquette. So, I'm going to answer all the questions you need to know about what to do with your God. Okay? First question from Gabe Athouse. How many fish should I expect to catch on a trip? Well, Gabe, that depends on your God. Now, a good God puts you on about 100 fish, 150 fish. You know, that's a reasonable expectation when you pay a man the kind of money that you make every week slogging away down there at the factory, right? All right? If he don't catch you any fish, you got a crappy guide. Don't ever fish with him again, okay? All right, that's a simple question. Let's get a better one. This one comes from Harrison Tomley from Charleston, South Carolina. Harrison says, what time do the fish bite, and do you have an activity on the boat for my wife? Well, as far as the fish are concerned, I like about 9.30 in the morning. 9.45, they tend to turn on real solid. By noon, it's over. You know, you got to get back home, get your beer and something cold to drink. But uh, as far as your wife's concerned, that depends on how good she looks. Just saying. You know, good looking woman. I got some maybe space on the deck for a bikini or two to sunbathe. Otherwise, she can sit in the bottom button and shut the fuck up. All right, next question. This one's from Owen Pliers. Should I bring my vest? Yes. Bring every vest you got. There's no, there's no substitute for pockets, right? And the zipper pockets are better than the flappy pockets because flappy pockets get blown up when you're running down the river. Bring the biggest vest you got, pack it full of anything you think you might need, dry flies, you know, drying stuff, whatever they call those little shakers y'all like to carry around. Bring your vest. It's important, vital, actually. All right, next question from Nick Nickerson. What kind of shoes should I wear on the boat? Well, you got to think about traction and safety when you're talking about shoes, okay? Now, the guys are going to get touchy when you bring on some black soled shoes, but I'll tell you right now, white soles just don't get the traction that black soles do. So, big, knobby, black soled shoes. And dig in real solid with that back foot so you can plant for those casts. It's imperative. Good question. Good question. All right. From Donald Stinsenberger. How do I know how much to tip my guide? Well, you know, at the end of the day, what I like to do is I sit down, when the guy's got the boat cleaned up and sitting there and he's waiting on you, look him right in the eye. You look him right in the eye and you say, how much money do you think you earned today? Be honest. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you. He'll tell you how much money. All right. Last question is from Steve Kerslack. Is it okay to drink beers on the guy's boat? Yes. But for safety's sake, do not, I repeat, do not give the guide any of your beers. To do so would be irresponsible on your part. And we all got to be responsible on the water. I really appreciate y'all emailing me and talking to me and writing letters to me. If you got any questions, you can email RichardQuesoSack at Comcast.net. Or you can mail it to our P.O. Box, P.O. Box 1475, Charles, South Carolina, 2940-something. And we'll get back to you in a timely manner. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, 
Here's another word from our sponsors on the way out. See you. Goodbye. Goodbye.